Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Craps a D with Will Phil and Reg trying to keep it real instead. Yes, it's us. Yo. Yeah, uh, except I'm just now seeing, I'm guessing this was Sean Ross Sapp that changed the. <laughs> uh, so my tweet that went out. Uh, says Doja Cat is better than Mariah Carey. The tweet that went out for Grapsity, Sean Rossap. I know it was you. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Start Yeah, those are uh, beef and words. Considering I am here <laughs> with uh, the Mariah gear on. Uh, I'm Will Washington, by the way. Welcome to Grapsity. Uh, I'm a little bit under the weather. I think a lot of people who got back from Vegas suddenly are. Not this guy, Reg. He... <laughs> a, 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 a little cough going on. A little bit. A little... Yeah. I, I've, got a little... I've got a little cough, um, but nothing serious. So, <laughs> You guys, we need to stay out them streets, honestly, because it's crazy uh, out man. here. There's nah, a lot streets, going on. Streets was talking. They... Uh... Uh, said they wanted to want to see your boy, so we had to come through, man. Keep telling y'all, man. That, that, that when the signal goes up, bro, we have no chance, but we have no choice but to answer it, man. We can't just we can't just ignore it, bro. Bro, yeah. it was going like it feels like immediately after the podcast last week that like all hell just broke fucking loose. So it feels like that. It feels like that podcast was like three days ago too. Is that just me? Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but a lot happened since then. Like literally within minutes you know i go to lunch after we did the podcast and person i'm sitting down with is like so you hear about mjf and i'm like no <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're like yeah he didn't show for fan fest and i'm like i'm sorry what and that like kind of started the spiral of the rest of the weekend phil Lindsay's here by the way uh not that he's been to sleep Nah, man. I never sleep, man. Sleep is the cousin of death. Space, Space is Lindsay here. is back in the fucking building. Listen, man. I, I, you know, I let people run me off my set for a little bit. I saw people <laughs> running spaces, and and I, I just didn't think they was doing it like your boy. So I had to, I had to touch back down and show people what's up, man. Yeah, righteous Reg in the building. In the building, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, Righteous Reg. It's been, uh, I don't even know which word I could use to describe the fucking week that I've had. 
that we've had that everyone's had it's, it's been insane man it's been a it's been a whwind I think that's what they do on TV like they're like it's been a whirlwind week for those guys <laughs> yeah, I mean I think we all kind of had some travel craziness uh you know you, it, mine was about getting out early you guys was more late uh mine was so people know I was uh, at the the media scrum because you've heard the questions I asked uh I guess for better or worse because I got some shit for him um and uh the thing people what time don't was know, your flight specifically here's the thing the thing people don't know was that i had to dip so uh i eventually had to leave the the media scrum um i was not there the whole time i because i looked up at 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 the clock at 1208 and i'm like will washington is still in here bro he has to go my flight was at 109 i'm saying <laughs> I wouldn't have made that one, buddy. It was you believe- 1208, and I was like, yo, Will Washington's still in here, though. He hasn't left yet. And would you believe I made it? Yeah. I I, yeah. I texted you afterwards. I was like, yo, where are you? Where are you? You made this flight? I made the I'm flight. Real. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I sat there, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay with this as long as possible. And then when I realized, I'm like, this isn't ending anytime soon. Like, when I saw how many more people had questions Random. left, and I thought, this ain't ending anytime soon. I got to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I grab my bag, grab my stuff. And I left, I went to get my Uber, the Uber and I start panicking. Right. Because I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm going to make this. I don't think I'm going to make it at all. <laughs> my wife was already at the airport, by the way. She's okay, already at yeah. the gate. She was already, Bill and I were but, confused about that. Yeah. So she was already at the airport. She's at the gate. But the problem was, uh, her ticket did not have a bag on it. Mine did. So she couldn't board with the bag because they, they wouldn't let her. They're like, you you don't have a bag on your ticket. Mine did. Uh, and so she's like, I can't even board yet. You have to get here. Uh, like, I can't even go home without you because I'd have to leave the suitcase here. So I'm like, oh, oh shit. Yo, uh, shout, shout out to Corey, by the way. I didn't see this tweet, but somebody pointed it out to me that she got a little blood, blood spray and then it was like an issue. It wasn't like an issue. It was, um, it was she was excited. Issue. She was yeah. she was having fun. She was having a blast. Like Matt Bernard <laughs> got blood on her during the match, and she's just like, "This is fucking awesome." Uh, but she's like, "I should probably go wash this off." And then I, I tweeted. So she went out and went to go like clean up. And when she gets out the bathroom, Eddie Kingston and uh, Dan Garcia are brawling outside the bathroom stall. And there's cameras filming, and, or not the bathroom stall, but the bathroom door. And she's just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and she's like, "The match followed me here." Uh, no, nah, she had a blast with that. Um, but yeah, she dipped, uh, like straight to, she went to take a nap at the hotel, like right after the show. And she's like, I'm gonna get like a couple of hours of sleep before the flight. And then she took her, made her way to the airport and she's texting me and she's like, where are you? And I'm like, media scrum's still going. Uh, and she's like, you are going to miss this flight. And so I ended up, uh, I called a lift first. And the lift is like twenty minutes away, and I'm like, nah, Yeesh. get the fuck out of here. So it actually said seven, but <laughs> like the seven like kept increasing, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And uh, so I switched to an Uber, and the Uber says twenty. I go to cancel the Uber, and it says, why do you wish to cancel? And I was like, because it's not gonna be here in time. And then it says, we'll find you one closer. And so it finds another one. One, bro. Uh, and it did find me one closer. It said, this one will be here in two minutes. And so uh, that one pulls up. But then they're like, uh, where are you? And I'm like, where are you? And they're, they're like, we're way on the other side of uh. Uh, this venue. And I'm like, oh, are you shitting me? And I'm like mm-hmm. sprinting through the casino, like dodging people left and right, trying to get to this Uber. I get in the Uber. 
and uh, I sit down and I tell the lady, uh, I was like, okay, here's the deal. I have a flight that literally leaves in 25 minutes. I said, I will give you the biggest tip of all time if you could get me there on time. And she looks at the clock and she goes, okay. And I could tell she's like, total woman of faith, right? Because she goes, uh, she's like, okay, let's go. Come on, man. And I said, and I said, how much time? Uh, how much time left? And she's like, I'm not gonna tell you. I need you to just trust me. And I'm like, it was. She a, said, uh, we running on his time right now. Now, honestly, she was she was, incre- <laughs> she was incredibly nice, uh, and. Uh, she's like, just, I need you to trust. And I'm like, okay. And my wife calls me and she's like, how long till you're here? And I'm like, I don't know. My Uber driver won't tell me. Uh, and she's like, I'm going to need y'all to just trust. And, oh, man. <laughs> <Lean it> on. <laughs> and I'm like, like kind of panicking. And um, we pull up and literally I had like, she got me there in like 10 minutes. And... Yep. And uh, I tipped her fifty bucks. I was like, uh, "That thank you, you got me here." Uh, and this was like a twelve dollars. Was like the first gate out, like right next to security. So I, I made it right on time. Got the board. They hadn't even fully boarded everybody yet, so I was good, and I made it out on time. Awesome. Damn, it so. was cutting it. Yeah, like I said, it was cutting it close there. I was very nervous in that media scrum. I was very nervous that you're going to make it, but you're Will Washington and you always fucking make it. <laughs> I know. Do I don't know. I no, you did off. it. Uh, there it like, is. The, the closest I ever didn't make it was going to WrestleMania 32, where uh, I mentioned the story. I've told the story on the show where the, uh, I flagged security uh, because I had some stuff on my hands and they were like explosives detected. Um, but. The, the part that I didn't tell was by the time that they got through, like, fully searching me and everything, and they were like, okay, you're free to go, my gate had closed. And I'm, like, Ooh. banging on the door, and I'm like, please let me in. Don't do this. And they were like, okay, come on. <laughs> and wow. uh, they did let me through. Like, that was close. Um, mm. That was that was <laughs> a bad one. But other than that, I, I, I made it, made it. But, yeah, you guys had... Uh, you guys got to stay behind in Vegas a couple more days. It was annoying, but it actually <laughs> ended up working out for every for those Grapsit boys. I was supposed to take off on Monday morning, but as you guys know, as you as you don't know, I booked my flight for the wrong day. My flight was taking off. I was I was going to check in my flight at eleven a.m. on Sunday for Monday. I was supposed to be taking off. I go to check my flight and it's all, we're in the air having fun. Are you having fun on your flight right now? And I'm like, Yo, I'm, I'm not in the air right now. <laughs> I'm on the ground right now. What do you mean? Am I having fun? Yeah. yeah so what, my what? flight was taking <laughs> off when I was, when I thought I was, I booked it for the wrong day. So I had to stay two extra fucking days in Las Vegas. I mean, I guess things could be worse. It was hot as fuck. If things weren't the, you know, shit, shit was crazy. I was ready to go home. I had been there since Wednesday. Monday, I was supposed to take off. I was there almost in a, a whole week. Fucking, you were there almost the week. Holy shit, it's crazy out here. But it all worked out because Monday I was staying with my cousin, so it worked out. I didn't have to get an extra room or nothing. Everything was cool. Um, Phil. Somebody says my feet is freezing up. Are, are you guys experiencing the same thing? Should I back uh, it's, out and come it's, back? It's, it's not great. We can still hear you and see you, but the connection's not great. Mm, yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on here today. Um, my computer's like, you were in that bomb-ass studio last week. Like, why are you trying to be on me now? I thought it was lit for y'all. It's not lit for us. 
It's not lit for us, you guys. That was a one-time only affair. Um, I'm just gonna keep talking. How about that? Maybe it'll yeah. work itself out in the future. Yeah. So uh, Monday, I was there. Uh, my cousins and I ended up heading down to the strip, drinking a couple of drinks, and somebody from the Grapsity podcast ended up meeting up with us eventually mm-hmm. here somewhere on the strip. And you know, drunk Reg and drunk Phil really got our shit in Monday night. <laughs> Not bad. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, nah, the the highlight of that day was was definitely that graffiti. That was oh, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> that was the highlight of that day. Uh, Yo, know, that was the really profound funny. graffiti of me, and it really looked like me, and it was really me. I just like I, yeah. No, Phil said it to me. He's like, dude, does this look like Reg? Oh, I'm like yeah, God. that's like a children's drawing of Reg. That's what that looks that's like. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that great. was that was classic. I think I think Nyla uh, retweeting it and going, no, this is a thousand percent red. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nyla was tearing me up this weekend. Yeah. Nyla, what's up, Nyla <laughs> Rose, our friend? We love Nyla Rose. It was great seeing her out there this weekend. It was yeah, super cool. Love Nyla. No, it was great. It was great seeing everybody and uh, both wrestling in and out. Um, you know, I got to do a podcast with uh, Gigi and Andrew Zarian on. Uh, Saturday night, um, and there was just, it was a good time. Uh, everything was just a whole lot of fun uh, all throughout. Oh, and Sunday, course, something cool happened for me. Oh, I kept a secret last time. Uh, you did keep a secret. Last time we kept, were here kept it on the download. Potty Pod. If people have seen Double or Nothing sold out in Las Vegas very recently, um, Paige Van Sant got a new theme song, and somebody is rapping on top of it. It's me, it's me, I'm rapping on top of it. Yeah, Paige Van Zandt theme song, bro. Like, life is crazy. I was there to experience it live for the first time. Phil Lindsay was next to me. It was like, I, that how video I of That video of you rapping along with it. First off, so I wasn't sitting next to Phil and Reg till the main event. Uh, mm-hmm. I was actually sitting on the other side of the arena, but I could see Phil and Reg the entire show, right? And so I am watching Reg uh, during that entrance, just rapping along with it, just uh, he's got his phone in his hand, but I didn't know he was recording, so I'm just watching him doing it. It's great, and I'm just like, <laughs> I am just smiling this whole time. But let me tell you, the video of you hearing it for the first time in the arena, rapping along with it, I have watched that like ten times now. That shit is great. I mean, like the joy in it is so infectious. I yeah. am just, uh, it's real. Yeah, it's real. It's great. You mm-hmm. did the page vids it. It's great. It's shout out to Anthony King as well. Uh, Anthony I'm on King the on AEW the hook. music page. We're lit. Anthony King blazed fire, set that hook on. Oh my God, he killed it. He murdered it. It was beautiful. I loved it. Everything yeah. that happened together for him, for us to do the song, the Jade song on the Who We Are album, and then to reconnect and do this is like, yo, we're out yeah. here, bro. We two, I was telling, we're two for two, bro. They can't stop us now. We're going. Yeah. Yo, I, I did at one point look around like, yo, uh, we we dropped that interview on Friday and then we got down there and uh, you know, recorded the pod that Saturday. And then my guy dropped that uh dropped that, that joint on him Sunday and I was like, yo. This is a great weekend. This is I, yo, I was like, bro, man, we we're three for three, bro. You can't uh Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yo. We was hidden. Yeah, we was time. Um, great time. Thanks for everybody for the support. Thanks for all the thanks. Thanks for everybody that said anything this past week. Y'all are amazing. 
everything has been fucking crazy. I'm still, my head is still like, yo, that happened. Someone was just asking last night, how did it feel? And I'm like, I'm still like, yo, what the fuck? That was crazy, man. Like, so yeah, thank everybody. Crazy. Y'all are super dope. Fucking uh, Ruckus. Shout out to Ruckus first oh, and foremost yeah. for coming through and just, you know, making my dreams come yeah. true, man. Yes. Hey, uh, and like I tweeted, there's a lot of black artists in the space right now who are getting their music played right now. This is kind of unprecedented um, for as far as the amount of black artists who have their music on TV right now. Uh, mm. It is completely unprecedented compared to what we've seen in the past. Uh, typically, we've had hip hop themes, usually just done by in-house artists, usually white. Uh, and the uh it's just kind of crazy that we're we're here now and tz was saying just in that just in that match there was four or five black artists on every theme of yeah you know what i mean yeah the sammy joint you had the scorpio joint that omega spark did um then what am i well they used the men of the year theme too that was yeah Yeah, yeah. so uh again like i said just in on that show alone and just it's crazy right now and i'm i'm mm-hmm. so happy to see it and it's uh i don't know you know mega rand's getting his music played in both companies like this is great Yo, this is big a, shout a out great, to great time josiah's and like every if there's a theme song that we have <laughs> in the company he he's on it and yeah uh, josiah's yeah. got music everybody's <laughs> getting music right now this is so great Yo. i i am so happy to see that Yo, you know what i'm not josiah ha- doesn't he have like a kid on the way Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. Shout out man. to Josiah. That's dope. That's super dope. He's gonna be a hey, great dad because he's a great guy. Speaking of music, though, gotta address this because Uh-oh. Reg put me on the spot on Twitter oh, talking about. It. I'm gonna talk about it. Mariah Carey. Hey, the world wants the to know. Being sued over the title of the song "All I Want for Christmas Is You" because uh, there was a song that preceded it um, that came out. Uh, the bro waited. He like he milked it. He was like, "Yo, I know. Let's let me. Yeah, I'm gonna wait, wait for this thirty song years. To make... I'm gonna get the rest. Yo, <laughs> yeah. Yo. But the song by Vince Vance and the Valiants, "All I Want for Christmas Is You," uh, which came out years prior, uh, only four years prior actually, to or no, uh, yeah, came out four or five years prior to "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey, and so suing over the title. Let me tell you all something. If this is successful, do you know how much of a dumbass precedent this would set? It's one thing to sue over melodies. It's one thing to sue over lyrics. But song (laughs) titles is interesting because, like, I was thinking about the fact that I actually made a mental list of all the songs I can recall called I'm So Into You. Because there's SWV who had I'm So In. But then remember, Aaliyah also had a song, I'm So Into You on AJ Nut But a Number. But then Tamia had uh, I'm So Into You. And then, of course, Fabulous, some famous wrestler uh, was trying it. to do that at the AEW karaoke show. And he uh, <laughs> just, I'll, yeah. I'll give you a hint, he just main evented Dynamite. And it wasn't John Moxley. He wanted to do that <laughs> song, dude. That's so but he didn't. Uh... He didn't get his uh, Gambino off because I feel like when Gambino covered it, that was that was kind of fire. That might have been what he was going for. I could see him up there trying that with this fucking do rag. That's but then also Ariana Grande, just like in 2016, had that "I'm so into you." Like, you know how many people have done songs that say "I'm so into you"? 
mm-hmm. because at some point there is just general phrases that can be used. Now, maybe all I want for Christmas is you is a specific phrase. I don't know if this will be successful, but I know that there are multiple songs out there that have similar titles or the same title. Um, where then you get into the song itself, melody's completely different, the uh, lyrics are completely different, the content's completely different. Um, you know, Mariah Carey eventually revealed that the you in All I Want For Christmas Is You was about a dog. So like, the other thing too is like, didn't even have to be talking about a person. Um, and so uh, there, I don't know. I, I feel like that would set a bad precedent if, you were able to successfully sue for a song title. That's crazy. There's so many songs. Like you just named a couple examples. There's hundreds of thousands of examples of the same song. Like if you try to Google a song without the artist, hella songs are going to come up. This would be insane. If this guy gets this after this long, this is just wild as you can. And honestly, after, uh, (laughs) and I was just thinking like, aren't there, Two songs just in AEW. I'm pretty sure Britt Baker and Jade Cargill's themes are both called Epic. Uh, are they? Gonna, I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> so I think they both have the same title. Uh, is but hey. to come after his himself. I can't believe you <laughs> named it after that, me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, we are Grapsity. And of course, being Grapsity, that means that we take your Super Chats and your Humper Chats. Uh, I'm getting signed into the Humper Chats right now, but let's take a look at some Super Chats because right before the show, we got one. It says, Phil, Twitter space was hilarious. Theory better on the mic than Miro is top five nastiest takes ever. Shout out, Grapsity, supporting from London. Yo, shout uh, out to London. Some of those takes in there were wild. Um, <laughs> but, you know, hey, man, y'all, y'all know how I get down. I can handle myself out in these streets. <laughs> yeah, that's, I've never heard a more true statement. But uh, this man definitely handles himself. Uh, let's see. We've got another. This one's from iChurch Pastor Blaster. It says, hey, fellas, just dropping by, showing some love. Tough about punk. Yeah, we are set to talk about that because uh, that's a big deal. Um, we have uh, It's Isaiah says let's appreciate athena and lucha bros versus young bucks hey Fire. hold up hold up as i said on twitter uh i think it is worth acknowledging that kiera hogan i think also had her best performance in that match she had a, really, really, good, yes. she had yeah. a really good showing um, i think that was yeah. her best aw performance and so yeah. but yeah look athena again there's a reason why she's she's considered who she is in ring like it just Man, her offense just looks so crisp. Like, yep. her strikes just have to snap to him. Like, there's nobody else on that roster that wrestles like, wrestles like her, man. She's just, she's up here somewhere, and other people are, like, still down here. Like, and that's not to say that she's that much better, but I feel like the difference in talent with some of the wrestlers on the roster and her is just, like, yeah, it's a big divide. I mean, it was bullshit over there what they were trying to do when they were trying to make her a coach, but they were trying to make her a coach for a reason. She's really fucking good at She's this really shit. <laughs> and, and yeah, her her gear was her, her gear was the, with the Overwatch wings on the back. I thought that was dope. Crazy. Yeah. Um, we got some humper chats. Tony P says another good Saturday with the grab. Tony fan. pushing P. Uh, oh, also, shit. he said also an idea. 
as to not make AEW the villain in the MJF story like WCW NWO. You have MJF get worked back up uh, from Warner Brothers Discovery execs as their champ of choice. Then uh, he screws them too when he gets the belt and a new contract. Uh, he says, also in the idea I just pitched, I think Eddie should be interim champion. So when Punk comes back, you should make it a three-way. Eddie is the people's champ. Punk is the AEW company's champ. And uh, MJF is Warner Brother Discovery's champ. That is how you play Somebody out the MJF Somebody is booking story. over there. They had the pad and the pan out for this angle right now. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh and van twinblay says hey yo uncle tony has given me personally a hair versus hair match for the 15th that's right this happened in st louis uh says i'll be behind uh i'll be behind and boom on the back of the ring in section 108 i need tony to book as many team ambition people as possible hashtag team ambition hashtag glory pro hashtag our city i was Let like yo I, I was about to say AEW set the world on fire if Van Van Twinblade comes on our show and doesn't talk about Glory Pro, but you know he's gonna get his Glory Pro shit off. So shout out to Van Twinblade. <laughs> yeah, Pedro says good morning, Grapsity. I have to give a shout out to the Iron Man of Spaces, Phil Lindsay, for going <laughs> all night talking and ranting about a bunch of things. It was great to hear. Love you guys. Hope Iron y'all have Man. a great Saturday. Thanks. Yeah, when I opened up my cell phone at like five a.m. and was in a space with like sixty people, I'm like, yo, what is going on? Yeah, I thought Why my phone. Right I thought my phone froze. I'm like, hey, why am I shit updating? Because, like, you know, Phil was in this spaces last night. That's so exactly what I was thinking. I was like, my shit didn't update. No, this why are is 60 still people, going. Why are 60 people still listening to me at 5 in the morning? What's going on, man? Uh, we got Jennifer said, weekly love and support for y'all. This week has had some people coming out of the woodwork being a-holes to folks for no real reasons to talk about anything wrestling. Um, this is supposed to be fun. They all forgot. Thank you for keeping it fun yet thoughtful. Yes, I Y'all must have fully, forgot. <laughs> I yeah. fully believe that. Look, man, we are all still just talking about wrestling, and that's the thing that I, I need um, people to kind of calm the fuck down on. This is yeah. all just, yeah. I, this is something I, I enjoy talking about that I have fun talking about, and. I do this podcast because it is fun. I love having fun with you guys. I, uh, when somebody said yesterday about uh, the fact that I never criticize anymore, it's not that I don't have critiques. What it is is I realize that after a while, I just don't like being in a negative headspace anymore. So I just don't talk about the shit that bothers me anymore. Um, I used to a lot. And then I realized like I was just angry all the time and I don't want to be that no more. So therefore, yeah, you really are, at least on Twitter, really just going to catch me talking about the stuff I like and avoiding. Like if it, if I don't like it, I'll probably just avoid it unless it's something that egregiously needs my input to change. Otherwise, I'll save yeah. it for this show um, because on this show, we talk about shit we don't like all the time. Um, but I feel or like your other if, show where you specifically discuss AEW programming specifically, right. but like in general, I just feel like, uh, with Twitter, the problem with discussing shit I don't like, and even discussing shit I like, is that when I find myself tweeting about shit I like, I get people in my mentions that are like, no, nah, the shit is whack, right? And then if I mention something I don't like, then I get people in my mentions that are like, no, nah, this is great, and I'm like not trying to argue with people, and so. Uh, that's like why I leave that stuff alone. It's not that I like everything. It's that I don't have the energy anymore to uh, to get into it with people over 
shitting on things. So yeah, I try to keep try try to keep it positive. I feel like uh, I'm trying to do the opposite of. The, the old adage of, you know, you have a bad experience at a restaurant, you'll tell 10 people, but you have a good experience, you'll tell one person. Try and do the opposite of that, right? We're like, okay, I have a good experience. I want to tell 100 people. Um, and if I have a bad experience, eh, whatever. Eh, it's not the end of the world. I'll move on. Uh, and yeah. that's that's it. And so you don't catch me tweeting about shit I don't like at all anymore. Um, yeah. Let's see. And I sometimes am... I'll slip. There are times where I'll be like, oh, this shit is trash, right? And then I'll like start typing, 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 and I'm like, Nope, I can already picture how this is gonna go. Not and, worth it. And yeah. uh, backspace. Although one day, if something like just annoys me that much, I might like tweet about it and then immediately turn off notifications. Yo, mm. <laughs> I I think I've prided myself for a long time on responding to my followers, mm-hmm. um, whether that's you know in spaces or just tweeting stuff. So a lot of times I tweet stuff and I'm just talking. And so some people are like, ah, oh, well, yeah, you, I know you're getting your takes off for the pot. Listen, bro, I'm just talking. This is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to agree with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you ain't got to like my opinion. I don't care. Nope. Um, you can you can go off to your timeline and, you know, be mad at me and shake your fist virtually, whatever the hell you want to do. But um, I, I, I say all the time, people in this, you know, I have to get personal and turn it into name calling and uh, other goofy stuff. I once once it turns into that, I'm out. I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, do that. I have no energy for that. Hey, uh, it's Isaiah. Then then follows up with what we got to do for the baddies to be on Grapsity. They got to come uh, through. Pray. <laughs> they got to come through. Well, like I mean, me. Jade's been through. Like we just yeah, need Jade. Yeah, we got Jade. We need yeah. uh we need Kiara and uh and Red Velvet. We're supposed to have Red on here anyway, so like yeah, yeah we just got to get that up? rescheduled. We were supposed yeah. to. Uh, we had that scheduled, and then um, she had a scheduling conflict, and so we had to reschedule. And we just haven't reset it back up. Um, but yeah, Jade. I mean, um, Red. And so we've had Jade on the show, and I love Jade Cargill. She's always the uh, breaking kayfabe, but the always, always the kindest person to me. <laughs> um, but uh, and then Red kayfabe. Velvet. Um, <laughs> Red Velvet is also, uh, she's a great friend of the show. And honestly, mm-hmm. I've only met Kira one time, but she was honestly just the nicest person as well. Was um, was that at a is that was that at a Terminus? Terminus, yeah, it's the only time yep. I met um, Kira. Uh, you know, and you saw we talked for a few yeah, minutes, yeah. but that was the only time I've ever met her. Um, and so, and he also followed up with uh, they messed around and found out with Phil on Yo, Twitter. I'd be telling people, bro. Will is the nice guy on my podcast, like on, on on our podcast out of the three of us. Like, yo, stop it, bro. Like, that's my guy. I'm not gonna let you talk about my guy like that. Like, that's, no way. No, 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 no. I'm about to say and, something. And and I, I don't I don't like the insinuation made. Oh, I mean, I I didn't like I'm, any I'm, of that either. But uh, I'm, yeah, and I I, I it, there's no real need to repeat it. I yeah. just I don't like the insinuation, and uh, people need to watch their mouth. Perfect. Exactly. Just, just, just yes, watch, watch your mouth, bro. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck y'all think we are. That's all I'm gonna say about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt says, "Happy Saturday, Will, Phil, and Reg. Did you guys see the press release AEW just put out about the vacated belt? They're calling it. See, the they just be series. putting out news while we're on the air. Like we can't stop. They can't stop for a minute to stop putting out news, man. It's I mean, crazy out there. Let me yeah, see. I mean, so usually I, if it's a press release, it should usually be in the inbox, right? Um, <laughs> for <so>. press." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I could probably find that very quickly. All right, real but, quick, who uh, who's your prediction to win this belt? Uh, there it is. Uh, 
Well, okay. So we'll talk. That's a story here. We got to talk about that's that. That's a story. Yeah, yeah. Up. Yeah, we'll talk okay. about that really soon here. Because um, the last uh, Super Chat I'm going to start, or I'm going to go with, and then we'll we'll read the rest in just a little bit here. Uh, this one from C. Romero says, Sup, fellas, crazy week. Is it possible for Tony and MJF to have a conversation months ago to plan all reports of him being mad no. about his pay, them not getting along? <laughs> I could see it all being a work. No. No, um, I I personally don't think so based on um, conversations that I've had and conversations that I know were had. No, don't think so at all. Pro wrestling um, this good can only happen by chance. No one can plan this shit. Now, that said, I know people <laughs> out there who are reporting that it was. Um, I will say that without getting into too many details, um, there are a lot of things that would have been entirely unnecessary because they're not out in the open and they didn't happen in public exactly. and they weren't uh, and they were kind of set in confidence. There's a lot of things that happened there that in order they would have been useless to the story pretty much because like nobody knows about them. No, they're not out there. There's a lot of stuff out there that's like you would have had to meticulously plan how all that was going to go. You would have needed to have planned for me to have made that one statement I made um, a couple of weeks ago on the right. show that got everybody riled up. That literally was just my conjecture that right. I then had to apologize for. Um, right. Like, you would have had to have planned for literally <laughs> all of that. That's crazy. <laughs> and I wasn't in on it if that's the case. I, I got work too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I feel like there's, there's certain pieces that... Uh, that all just worked out the way that they did. Um, as far what are you guys where... talking about in this fucking chat, dude? What's happening now? Scorpio Sky tweeted about his knee injury. Like, what the fuck is going on here, you guys? I can't take anymore. Stop it. Yeah, Please stop. I, I, I know. <laughs> we're, and like... we're trying to talk about the news on the show. We can't is, have is more. Is stuff breaking during the show? What's Jesus, happening here now? You guys. This uh, is crazy. Let's see. Uh, he says, hopefully nothing serious, and I'll be back to defend again soon. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Come on, man. Big I mean, I did notice Scorpio Sky seemed like he was limping, so I was like, oh. Um, and it wasn't like he was, like, particularly selling anything, but, uh, <laughs> oof. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was his right side, wrestling folklore knows that if it's right, then it's real. As they say, I just made that up, but that's usually how it is. <laughs> what is that? I was about to say, yo, what is that? Okay, well, yeah, as uh, uh, opening the curtain a little bit, if wrestling, they work the left side of the body. So if it's ever the right side, it's usually a little spooky. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I don't know um, that. See? Open up the curtain. Uh, so let's, uh, I guess we'll start with. Um, really, it's going last, or it's going fifth because it's the most unfortunate. But CM Punk is injured, um, and I watched Phil celebrate on Sunday. He was so happy. I know, man. Phil's favorite Phil was uh, injured on Wednesday's Dynamite man. and has to have surgery, as he revealed on Rampage last night, and. Uh, he will not be relinquishing the title. He will be, uh, he will remain champion, but there will be an interim champion crowned in the meantime. Uh, and 
that is kind of AEW's uh, modus operandi, as we mm-hmm. uh, as we say, because they don't strip champions. They they crown interim champions. Um, I think there's good and bad to that. I think the bad to that is that only the lineal champion is ever recognized, and therefore uh, it kind of sucks when essentially the the reign of the interim champion isn't the recognized reign when you look at the title lineage, right? Mm-hmm. So then, therefore, uh, if somebody gets a meaningful reign out of this, they win the title, they end up having some banger-ass matches, they end up having some shit, but, like, in the lineage of the belt, like, it's not going to count, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that interim champions do hold them accountable. Uh, and I say that because one of the things I've always hated is when a champion gets has to relinquish their belt and they just never come back for it. And, uh, and so I do feel like a, you know, like Finn Balor was one of those cases, right? Where like, it was like two years before he ever got the challenge for the universal title again after handing it over. Um, and so I do like the idea that upon return, the person, uh, the, the original champion is still the champion. And therefore we have to have a crowning of an undisputed champion. I like that idea because it, at least again, it holds, holds to account the fact that we still have unfinished business with this other person as champ that I like. Uh, but again, I feel like there has to be a better way to acknowledge the lineage of the belts. If you're going to do that, especially if punk is out a significant amount of time and we have like six months go by with an interim champion. And then, so like, is like six months of stuff just not going to count. I don't like that mm, at yeah, all. That sucks. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so CM Punk, uh, it's reportedly a foot injury. Um, there is speculation that it happened on his entrance uh, at the forum, that the stage That's dive. That's uh, insane. Yeah, I know, right? Because like wrestling injuries happen. And like that's one of those. Some of them, that that's how they happen. Like a wrestler will be like, "No, it wasn't from anything. It was just from stand stepping on the ring wrong, or like anything you like know. that." That's how dangerous fucking wrestling. I mean, is. you think, remember <laughs> um, that particular uh, one of the the stories that I guess some younger fans may not recall, but in two thousand and three, uh, it was like a month after Evolution formed. Um, Randy Orton and Batista got injured in the same show, <laughs> but the way it happened, like. Was it, uh, I know, I think one of them got injured in the match itself, but the other was just walking back up the ramp and, like, had a leg injury uh, and was out the next, like, eight months after that. Yep. Uh, which is just crazy to think about, but that's the kind of stuff that happens. Um, and we see that. Hell, Triple H's career biggest injury was just him performing a clothesline. He wasn't yep. taking any one particular move. It was just tore his quad. Um, it wasn't even a clothesline. He was just clubbing Jericho from behind. Right. It's uh, so like shit happens. But man, that's one of those like you wish you could take that kind of moments. I'm sure of you know done this stage dive multiple. times. I was thinking of like, but... what if the whole timeline, like, what if Hangman won? on Sunday, then he wouldn't have had the championship celebration and he wouldn't have done this stage dive to hurt his foot. So it's like anything could have changed this whole thing, but it all happened how it happened. Well, I even thought about how wrestling, you know, I thought about, uh, what was that grand slam where punk was 
uh, where they had the elevated ramp and people were like, hey, stage dive. And Punk, during his entrance, looks off and he's like, nah, that is too big of a gap. I'm not going to make that. But like during this one, he was on the elevated part of the ramp and he jumped kind of down. And I feel like, isn't that the thing he like said he wasn't going to do at Grand Slam? So that was interesting. But either way, again, it's just one of those in the moment kind of things where, you know, you're excited, you're elated, you're fucking jazzed. You're like the champion. Let's fucking go. I'm going to dive into this goddamn crowd. And then it's just like, just like people are saying about, you know, him botching or whatever in the match, the, the, the fucking buckshot lariat. Sam Punk has never, ever, ever been the most graceful wrestler. He doesn't like his springboards aren't pretty. Like his moves aren't pretty. That's never what he's been about. He's about like psychology, uh, all kinds of things in these matches. He's not the most graceful guy. So when he tries to do it never has things, it never has not from date. Never, not, not one day. When he tries to do graceful things, this is what happens. Yeah, I, well, what what's happens. interesting, too, is, you know, people were pointing out the the slip up from um, from Dynamite. And uh, looking back at that now is the springboard, right? Uh, I was yeah. like, oh, his foot was hurt. Yeah, his yeah, foot was hurt. <laughs> I, I think he was clearly hurt in that moment. Like, yeah. you could definitely see when he hopped up on the turnbuckle and he looked right in the camera and said, I'm sorry. Like, you could tell that, like, he was just, like, not on his game. He looked slower in that match. Uh, he just looked off, um, and, and now hurt. we know why. Yeah. Um, but uh, was I disappointed? I was super duper disappointed. Uh, not just because I, yo, I tweeted that night like it's coming home, man. Like I was, I was ready for my guy to bring that title home, and just not seeing him defend it at, you know, Forbidden Door. And I know that getting the New Japan matches were something that he wanted. Um, even just watching him limp out there and I was like, Oh no. Sheesh. And just looking at look at just watching him like tear up the whole time, I was like, No. <laughs> and <laughs> it just it just was a it just was a bad feeling. Like it put a damper on the entire rest of the rampage for me. Like I was sitting there watching the main event. Bomb ass promo though. Yeah, I just wasn't even into the main event. I was like, This just sucks. Uh, mm. but Luckily yeah. it started off super duper hot. It did. Um, Shout out the fucking Young Bucks, the greatest tag team in the history of <laughs> tag teams. Your favorite tag team could fucking never. They're on TV with Madcap Moss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, man, it just... Yeah, it was. Nah, shout tough. out Moss though. Like, <laughs> no, he, no, shout out Moss. Not on my fucking show. Fuck Madcap Moss. <laughs> he sucks. Yo. He's awful. WWE's convincing you guys that since this guy is fucking strong, what that was, you what see was him that they, they did? You don't want to see this guy on TV. He sucks, dude. He what sucks. It, what was that they did with him tonight? Where he came out of the ambulance like the tonight? Female? You ain't been asleep. That was last night. <laughs> that was no, whatever, whenever it was, time is, illus- <laughs> is an illusion. Um, uh, <laughs> so yeah so last night when he really came out, tonight that's hilarious so what was that like he got out of the ambulance like the and fiend people are and had the red light and the like smoke behind i was like cooking. what is they're this? like oh look at this picture i've never seen such a fucking boring ass wrestler what do you guys want from me dude? this Yo, is he, awful stop convincing just... us the reason that we got gender mahal as wwe champion is because of bullshit like this oh he works really hard in the gym he's buff he's this everybody likes him and then we have to see him fucking wrestle and it's awful I mean, hey. Look, I, I'm uh, not saying make the guy champion. I'm just saying that, hey, he seems to be putting the work it. in. He's Don't, doing the Cody exactly, thing. Do this the is work. the problem is people saying this bullshit like you're saying right Yo. now. He's putting <laughs> look, in the work. He went look, on a I'm diet. Not, look, he's, I'm not, the, he's the first one in the gym and the last one. I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to see flips, my nigga. Flips. 
He got zero flips. This do- guy doesn't flip at all. He used to wear fucking suspenders hanging out with fucking Happy Corbin. Yeah, at least he stopped wearing the suspenders. But yo, no nah, man, this was this was a downer of a night, and I think that was part of why I was just alert all night. I was like, yeah, this just sucks. Like being excited for Forbidden Door. Um, since it was announced and like knowing like no punk's gonna make Chicago it dude fuck I, Chicago! I, I, I was oh, I was man. very salty um and then you know of course people doing what they're gonna do and you know throwing dirt on the guy and trying to call him a botcher and you know uh certain wrestlers throwing shade at him it's like yo get over yourself one man. particular like, wrestler did and nobody and the thing is that one wrestler like has no fans um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just think people need to learn when it, yeah, and I, I, I know that I'm, I'm preaching to a wall with this when I say about the internet. I just think people need to learn when it, something just doesn't matter, man. Like you, we make such a big deal out of things that don't matter. Like this dude in the blink of an eye lost an opportunity. Right. And I think like, that was what I took away from it. I just feel bad for the guy. And people were doing all this other stuff like, oh, when are they going to announce this? It, it doesn't matter. You're going to get the match. You're going to mm-hmm. calm down everybody. And they already announced it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I hadn't read this press release yet, so I suppose I will uh, pull this madness up Enlighten now. us, um, William. So it is the All Elite Wrestling presents the AEW Interim World Championship Eliminator Series. Okay. Uh, the multi-stage Eliminator <laughs> Series. I won't read all the stuff about the entry, uh, but it says an exciting battle royal. Featuring many of the top competitors in AEW, which will open the broadcast of AEW Dynamite this Wednesday from the Cable Tomer Arena in Independence, Missouri, with the winner advancing to compete in the main event. Hey, that arena, that's where Kenny Omega faced uh, Pac in the um, Iron Man match. So that's a great crowd. Uh, At least that show was, uh, in particular. So um, hopefully we get some of the same great shit uh that that same night the winner of the battle royal will meet former aew world champion and number one ranked john moxley in an eliminator match in the main event of dynamite with the winner advancing to compete for the interim aew world championship at forbidden door on june 26th live from the sold out united center in chicago meanwhile on june 12th this is the part people were missing Okay. Um, because everybody was wondering, so, but who's he facing? Uh, who would the winner of all that face? On June 12th at Dominion, the winner uh, from the historic uh, Osaka Joe Hall, uh, highly decorated New Japan stars and longtime rivals Hiroshi Tanahashi and Goto will face off in an eliminator match for the interim AEW World Championship um, with the winner then advancing to Forbidden Door. Like, bro, where'd they find Goto at? They woke him up to get in this match? Like, what is that? <laughs> so... Uh, the so the winner of those two matches will then go on. So I think the piece people are missing is who now I think it's going to be Tanahashi. I think it's Tanahashi, Tanahashi and Moxley is what we're yeah. probably getting. Um, this is the match we thought we were getting without the belt originally. That's why I thought it was kind of weird that they announced Punk and Tanahashi, anyways. But I get why they did, and so I get where they're going with it also. Yeah, so Moxley and Tanahashi is probably what we're getting for yeah. the interim championship, but you also never know, they could throw a wrench in the all those plans and just go with fucking Brian Danielson like we all want to see. I mean, who wins the Battle Royal will be really exciting and and interesting, and I'm curious to see what happens. Um, Also, side note, speaking of Brian Danielson and John Moxley, 
Look, I've said before that my son's favorite wrestler all time is probably John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Tell me why this kid, I pulled up at my house yesterday, sidewalk chalk. This kid wrote BCC all over. Let's go, but baby. Like everything is mm-hmm. all over my driveway, the sidewalk. I said, man, somebody's going to think this is like Blood Crip something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Blood Crip. <laughs> like the Blood Crip connection? I don't know. Like, hey, it's finally peace. It's all peace out here, right? That's how this works. That's not how any of this works. It's all peace out here, right? Like, this is how we're doing it. <laughs> and they don't use uh, graffiti cans. They don't use paint cans anymore. They use chalk. They use, side- they use sidewalk chalk, yeah. <laughs> But he wrote BCC all over everything. And I was like, what's going on, Billy? He's like, it's Blackpool Combat Club. It's like, it's okay. lit, baby. He's really a fan, of, <laughs> big fan of my song. Thanks, Billy. I appreciate you bumping uh, that new Righteous Reg, Blackpool Combat Club, on RighteousReg.BandCamp.com. All um, over everything, though. That's uh, amazing. So that was great. But like, yeah. those, that group is not supposed to be for the kids, but they're for the kids. That's what you think. <laughs> Their matches are filled with blood. <laughs> but you know what, though? That group having the world title might actually be kind of cool, especially yeah. considering they would have it going into Blood and Guts right. uh, if Moxley were to win it. So, mm-hmm. like, there's I, that, too. I'm, I'm here for it. So, Definitely. But then there's people who are like, or why not put it on Tanahashi? Blows the minds. Really fuck some shit up. But I think, yeah, I think it feels like the mo- for the most part, people are with Moxley, and I don't think anyone is going to be upset if he's gets the championship yeah. again. I mean, I've seen people throwing out ideas and I, you know, I've seen Miro thrown out. I've seen uh, you know, the, I've seen people saying, you know, why not try something new? Capitalize on Wardlow. Um, put it on him. Uh, I you know, I I wouldn't be so against those ideas, but I do recognize that there was probably a creative summer plan to have a top baby faces champion and that was going to be CM Punk. And if you want to still stick with the same creative plans, Moxley is probably the only person that's yeah. on Punk's level as a babyface that you yeah. could just kind of swap him out with and still stick with all the same plans. You don't yes. miss, you yeah. don't necessarily miss a beat uh, with Moxley yeah. as a top babyface. So Maxwell I think Moxley's makes sense too. I mean, I think that is the least likely, but Maxwell does make that's that, that that'll just work in every. I think that would work too. Way. You yeah. could go with MJF and yeah. not necessarily lose anything either. So the, the the thing that I did get excited about of him being out. Um, is uh, just thinking like, yo, this is a 2011 Summer of Punk. He's gonna come back just like when he debuted Code of Personality, and they're gonna do the belt dueling belts. Yep. Yeah. And MJF's gonna leave. He says he's gonna leave forever, but he really only gonna leave for two weeks and come right back and do the match. Oh, see, I, I hope there's some patience <laughs> around that idea if that's what's pulled off. Right. Because uh, they did not have patience over there. They were like, yo, nah. r- run it. Like, we got, we're on it. And, they, like, everybody wanted them to have, like, wrestling fans never want people to have patience. But in that moment, they were like, we need patience with the CM Punk thing. And they were like, nah. So, yeah, hopefully over here, if they do do that, that's what happens. Yeah, Max could definitely be in there. But, I mean, you know me, I, I don't give a fuck. I like chaos. I would love for them to give it to somebody we never expected, like, fucking peter avalon or something I don't know. <laughs> peter, what <laughs> what no hey. man i did once have a universe mode where out of peter nowhere avalon, you guys i was gonna say shane mcmahon won the wwe championship whoa, and i was just whoa, like what the whoa, fuck happened here 
Oh, man. I'm I like, thought I went a... too far with Peter Avalon, but Shane McMahon's crew. Don't say his name out loud. He could possibly win this thing. I don't know. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Here comes the money. Just like randomly. Like, Shuffling his feet and doing, doing those doing terrible work punches. Nah. Ooh. Yeah. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So CM Punk is gone, man. Uh, re- speedy recovery to the homie. He's had a, an amazing run since he debuted at fucking All Out uh, the, the week before All Out or Last Dude. Dance or whenever the fuck it was. It's first been dance. a first dance. Yeah. It's been a crazy ride. He's been doing everything he's doing is on fire. He's had a bunch of fire matches, bunch of fire. The Eddie Kingston promos were insane. Great run. We're he, so excited he, yeah, about he's how he's great done comeback, when he came man. back. Yeah, seriously. He, so he's had a recovery. Real great comeback. And I just, ah, oh, man, I feel like that was supposed to be his crowning moment of the summer. Right. It just sucks that it's that's going the way it is. But, you know, at least it doesn't sound like the injury is that bad that he mm-hmm. can possibly come back soon. Um, hopefully he'll be back by all out. I don't know the timetable. Um, I don't know, man. The downer. The real downer. Uh, Joshua Falco asks, how would you feel about Jungle Boy and Christian Cage being the final two and JB eliminates Christian Cage and that sparks the heel turn for Christian? I mean, that would be a callback to Double or Nothing last year where uh, those were the final two and Christian was eliminated by Jungle Boy, which actually... You know what? I feel like Jungle Boy, I think, has the most Battle Royal victories in AEW, doesn't he? Um, because I think they really like that spot he does where mm-hmm. uh, he could do the, the head scissors to the outside. Yeah. Uh, and so, because he won that battle royal to face Cody for the TNT title as well. Um, and Orion Ben says, best part of the video was Denise behind Reg. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Alex says, uh, I love that Will is wearing a Mariah Carey shirt while immediately addressing the lawsuit. I stand. I love the show so much. Look, Alex, Thank we you. know what the fans want. We know that as Will Washington was crying, he cried himself to sleep thinking about this uh, case right here. So we had to address it. Look, that was man, the only if, thing that needed to happen here today. If, if we go, like, I recognize that most of Mariah's income at this stage is like, all I want for Christmas <laughs> is you. Um, and like literally if she never puts out another song now she does it for us the lambs she does put out music the The lambs record new music that's what mariah carey fans we're the lamely what do you you (laughs) but you know what the lamely (laughs) the lamely we're the lamely hashtag lamely the lambs know all the lambs know uh what's up but uh all right (laughs) (laughs) look all right well i'm not doing this do we got to go through them again do we got to go through through caution do we got to go through me i am mariah the elusive chanteuse do we got to go through merry christmas to you uh how about (laughs) yeah Uh, what about uh memoirs of an imperfect angel no (laughs) Uh, where where is the? Hold up, oh. greatest album of all time, Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got. Oh, where is it? The Lamely is going lit right now. Yeah, we are. Hold on, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds no, like no. he has a lot of them. No, I do, I do. Are you kidding me? Uh, Rainbow. Uh, we got glitter. Come Yo, on, man. You 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 own, got you own We got glitter, Daydream. <laughs> My favorite album of all time. 
uh emancipation of mimi <laughs> charm bracelet <laughs> hold up hold up what do we got e equals mc squared we Yo, go into the classics titles. we got music box <laughs> We got just the original Mariah Carey, the debut that album. That is a lot of Mariah Carey CDs, you guys. Ooh. It is. Uh, and then, so wait, this was Emotions, my bad. Uh, <laughs> and then we have the original Mariah Carey CD, the original. Come on, man. This is what we do. Also, shout out John Moxley. Here. I have the book as well. Where's Honey? Uh, that that was on Butterfly. <laughs> that's that's the opening track on Butterfly. Yo, that 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 Jada verse on that joint. Come on, man. All the money in the world couldn't even amount to a teaspoon of honey lit belt in your yeah, mouth. Yeah. No, that it's was the hard. locks of Mariah's. You checking us out? You know, when they, 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 they thought my man ain't have lady songs, bro. And that verse, what y'all talking when about? When that bro? debuted on BET, I was like, this is it. Like, the, yeah, it, it, it has been achieved. Whatever it is, this is it. <laughs> oh yeah, they had the gold shiny suits. Mariah was looking like $150 million. Mariah. Oh, my God. She was fine. Jeez Louise. I wanted to lick her back. Yo, Come on, that baseline. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Shit was dope, though. Uh, yeah, I have them all, obviously. Uh, wait, do I have Merry Christmas? I think Merry Christmas is missing from here. Um, otherwise, I have all the Mariah Carey albums. Every single one of them. Um, and that's what I do. Uh Anyway, thank you, Alex, uh, our queen of the ring. Y'all didn't want to lick Mariah Carey's back? Yo, that back looked crazy, bro. Just like, just one up down, you know? <laughs> Let's move on, you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, and again, I'm always going to butcher the name, but if you give me like a pronunciation key, that would help. He says, yo, Phil, how are you awake and kicking after all that ranting? Also, We're shout out to that it. piece of art. Uh, that looks like rage. That was hilarious. Um, I don't know. A, a, a part of me never sleeps, bro. A part of me is always awake. Honestly, yeah. Stay woke. Uh, and he says, "Will on sour grabs someday, someday." Uh, let's see. We have. Uh, I would love to see Swerve or Tony Stark's. Whoa, uh, Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, versus Tanahashi for the interim title. Uh, thanks to you, cats, for putting on the best show every week. I think I would at least like to see the tease. I think ultimately you go with Moxley because he's um, yeah. he's still he's a ready. big deal. People love him. I think he's having the best run of matches he's had pretty much his whole career right now. Yeah. Uh, but I think you could tease somebody like that, like have you know, like a Ricky Starks win the Battle Royal or a Swerve win the Battle Royal. That would be dope. Uh, because I think we should get kind of a first-time matchup with Moxley in that main event Wednesday. Yeah. Shanika yeah, says, I agree. This was a week, huh? Finally able to catch you live for the first time in a while and wanted to drop some love. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Shanika. Always Thanks, Shanika. Always super dope. Appreciate yes. that. Uh, Andrew the Giant says, Seeing Reg slandering future world <laughs> champ Cast, Mad Cat Moss. Poor show. Congrats on Paige Van Zandt's theme. Love you guys. Thanks, Andrew. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew the Giant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Got another one from D-Lo Diggs. It says, sup, bro. D-Lo. Uh, hope everything's good, y'all. I'm here for the Vegas stories, man. Uh, what a week. It was hot. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, I went so, to GCW. I had a great time. What else did I do? Um, I drank. That's it. Yeah. 
MJ Johnson says, confirmed West Coast is bad for legs. Hope our champions get well soon. I don't know what the hell was happening out here, but yeah, West Coast. I know, especially because the crowds were so that lit. crowd. Oh, my God. That crowd for Rampage last night was hot fire. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, shit. It's slippery out here or something. I don't know. Fucking shit. Sorry, uh, you guys. I know, right? Uh, although I sparked the whole thing in the comments of my, in the replies of my tweet when I was giving shout out to that Ontario crowd. So I said that they were super hot. I felt like they helped make that Bucks match that much better. And I said, make sure you guys don't uh, skimp on SoCal again like that because they've hit a lot of the Northeast markets. They've hit Florida a million times. Say, so give SoCal that much love. Kelly, and then baby. I had people talking about. You know, what about NorCal, you know? Yeah. And then, then people argue I mean, back yeah, and forth. yeah, yeah, NorCal. Yeah, sorry, so yeah, sorry. I, I, yeah, I, want, I want to see NorCal for sure. And I had people arguing back and forth about which is better, Southern California, Northern California. And I'm like, man, I was just shouting out the crowd. I don't care about any of that. I don't, <laughs> I don't care what you tweet sometimes. And y'all are both the same. I, North Cal and Southern Cal, stop fighting. It's all the same fucking battle. We're all living here. Y'all are a little super pretentious out in L.A., but they're super pretentious here in fucking the Bay Area, too. It's the same. Everybody's the same. Everybody's just working too much. <laughs> all yeah, you're doing I, is working the fucking pay rent. That's all. We're all doing the same, so we can't fight with each other. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't care what you tweet. Sometimes there'll be a ton of re re replies. They're like, no, do this. No, do that. No, I, I, That's why I tweeted the other day. I'm so happy that Miro came back because we couldn't talk about Anytime you mention AEW, they'd be like, bring back Miro. I'm like, bro, I'm not talking about Miro. He don't got nothing. We're talking about women's wrestling. Uh, what about man. Miro? It's like, yo, what? So I'm so glad he's Miro back, for though. coming back. Yeah. Jeez, that, that promo was fire, too. Ooh, yeah. that promo was fire. And he's just insane on the promos. Keep doing the promos every fucking week, man. He's good. He's really good. Uh, RH says, whoops, Ricky Starr, too. I was thinking about Tony's book, and it's all good. We knew what you meant. Yeah, we got you. We got you. Yo, yeah. if, uh, but we're going to have fun with it. That uh, that uh, graphic he put out there. If you guys want to give him Osprey, we'll take it. I'm Just gonna saying. take that times a million. Yes, yes, I would like that. Graham B says, uh, "Shout out to my bots," and uh, that could mean anything. Um, fuck WWE. Oh hell yeah, uh, that's what it means. Is it fuck? That could be tick. That could be rock. No, it's not. That could be rock. Uh, WWE suck. That could be. I guess it could be. Nah, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> I don't think that's it, bro. It could be pink. I don't know. It could be a lot of things. Uh, oh hell yeah! It could be heck. Heck WWE. Uh, oh hell yeah! yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh, Wrestle Voice says you guys are awesome. Glad to be able to watch live. Not comparing companies, but the situation that AEW is in. Uh, Currently, one that WWE would have issues with because they've not built anyone. Yeah, I mean, imagine if, this, if they, this happened over there, they wouldn't know. They, they like W uh, AEW has like five guys they could seriously like I put mean, it on right now to be dope. I over mean, there, they're like, I mean, I know what Phil's about to say, and look I'm at just, their situation like, for it. Look at the state they're in. Like, yo, um, Roman's not even hurt, but he's not there, and they're they're now saying he's not doing Money in the Bank. That's the report. Um, yeah, I. I I feel like just let's just call it what it is. It was a mistake to put two titles on them. Um, when you uh, some people you put didn't all of your eggs in one on basket, you put yourself in a trick bag. That's just what it is. That's a bar. Hold up. 
Uh, Isaiah says, thought I was done super chatting, but what kind of phone Will got? WTF, get y'all super chats in. Will's down bad. Yeah, we were talking about Will First and off, his, uh, he said it's a, a, a it's the Pixar Google Pixel, movie or no, something. No, the yeah. Google Pixel 6. Literally, the yeah. the phone you keep seeing advertised on all Doesn't NBA games. Doesn't that sound games? like a Pixar movie, you guys? <laughs> that sounds like the next movie, Google Pixel 6, and there's a little girl. You know what's funny? She's trying is to that... <clears throat> Yeah, I get it. it. It's the 6 Pro, and not just that, but the funny thing I hear is that uh, y'all iPhone users talk all your shit, but I swear to you, every time I took a picture throughout the weekend, somebody will look at it and go, damn, dude, what'd you take that picture with? And I'm like, just my phone. That's this is where it happens i'm like, telling you guys he's really trying to sell it i don't know he's <laughs> on the google pixel 6 payroll for some reason because he wants everybody I mean, to if y'all want to send me free pixels because i've had every pixel except the three um if you want to send me the google pixel every year that'd be great uh come on google i'll take it hashtag team pixel um no nah, I, I i love the pixel though I, I do not stand behind that hashtag team uh they're ruining our lives apple macbook phone like there's all <laughs> kind of products in here they're listening to me all over you guys <laughs> it's awful. Nah, they don't I, like stop to, listening. I like to mix it up because like one I, I i i keep an ipad and so it's like i have ios um then people who've known me a long time know and i've been an android guy as far as what i keep in my pocket plus my wife has an iphone so like I like having the best of both worlds. To me, I think the best Android phone is the Pixel, and best iPhone is obviously the iPhone because there's only one. Uh, and so, so one and just, done, baby. So that's the thing is like my wife's got an iPhone 12 right now. Uh, she skipped the 13 this year, but but between the two of us, we always have like whatever the best phone is out on both sides of it, and so we like to just have them both. I think they're both great. I don't. Uh, I'm. I used to be like really anti iPhone, but then I'm like. It's all the fucking same. It's all silly, point. yeah. It's, exactly. it's all the. I will say, like years ago, when it was like, "Hey, my phone can do this." Well, my phone can do this. Now they literally all do the same everybody's thing. Everybody's phone can do everything. Everything. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> phone can do everything. There's literally now you're just arguing over the color of bubbles. But like other mm -hmm. than that, like they literally all do the exact same thing. Nothing's all that different. Whatever. Anyway, I'm happy with my Pixel Six. I actually got it at launch. It's the opposite of being down bad. I paid way too much for it, but. <laughs> uh i'm i'm happy although then pixel 7 leaks no don't do it wait for the 8, for the eight. <laughs> don't do it <laughs> no don't do it please don't do it uh let's see what else we got we have uh, a shout out to everybody in the chat by the way i see a lot of friends in the chat yeah y'all out there moving uh yeah so i'm always happy with that and uh carlos says the lammy section <laughs> that was wild yeah hey shout out to my fellow lambs though for real for real uh and what else do we have here ronan says i wish we were getting a tournament instead of a battle royal because i'm hoping we see some new faces in the title picture like lee kingston swerve hobbs and wardlow um, I think they're kind of looking up and thinking, it's just uh, time, we you know, we've weeks. got, we got yeah. a pay-per-view coming up like really soon here time. and we have the opportunity to kind of, um, play off of dominion coming up. So right. like, it's one of those, we just, we have to get to crowning a champion at forbidden door and dominions when Jay White's getting the strap, Phil, I kind of feel like it's coming. Yeah. Mm. But then again, I don't know. Once that report came out about the Okada match, 
forbidden door. I'm not as sure anymore. But then again, then it got debunked. Yeah, so I was gonna say they said that Ooh. that wasn't it. So yeah, I think Tony straight up just corrected, saying that's mm-hmm. not the plan. Nope, not um, here. So Tony was uh, like, "Which white boy you saw? Not mine." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reggie says, "Just showing the Graps crew some love. Uh, peace to the gods. Thank you." Shout out. Uh, and. Steph, the writer, says, am I the only one who thinks they're giving Bianca the Kofi Big E treatment? Needs some Grapsity boys' opinion. Uh, I think she'll retain. We're about to talk about that card. That's actually the next topic. Um, Ooh, but we? I... <laughs> are you sure? Reg, we all wanted to lick her back. See? I know. I'm, Look, I know I'm the big real. Mariah Carey fan here, and I'm trying to keep it uh, respectful. Uh, I guess you could respectfully look it back. What am I talking about? I'm saying, um, yeah, it's always respectful when I do it. But, uh, and <laughs> Curtis says, y'all see the people they got coming out the Warrior Wrestling show right before Forbidden Door. Also, I'm going to Milwaukee for Dynamite. I hope these injuries don't mess up those shows. Me too. Yeah, I yeah mean, seriously. I, at this point, I'm planning to go to Warrior Wrestling 24 that afternoon, so... Um, I felt like, uh, the, it's the same day. Like, do you, yep. me- so, oh, okay. Uh, cause I was going to say forbidden door. I got my ticket booked. Finally, I get in, uh, Saturday afternoon and, uh, I leave Monday morning. So I'll have some time. This, I'm not doing a, my flight's bad, but it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean so i leave monday morning i'm not leaving at 1 a.m so i'll be able to stick around for all the coverage and stuff however (laughs) uh i my flight's at 5 a.m so (laughs) it's the same thing (laughs) no at least i'm not like rushing out i can chill for a little bit but uh there's gonna be some gaps in there and classic yeah you wouldn't have it any other way reginald that's how you do it you wouldn't have any other way you'd be traveling like a wrestler but not even because the wrestlers be having extra time and you're like yeah extra time yeah no no extra time i gotta get back uh i'm i might not even take monday off of work uh just like land at 6 a.m grind baby the grind let's go uh so next story that's right, folks. We're talking about heck in a second. Damn, sec. and I thought we were talking about Max. I don't want to talk about this shit. <laughs> Philip Lindsay, it's in Chicago, Illinois. Are you going to I be do not in have attendance? a ticket book, my friend? Have you seen this card? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. This is Raw Presents Hell in a Cell, also featuring special guests Mad Cat Moss and oh, God. Uh, on the keyboard. No. <laughs> But uh, there's really one SmackDown match on this show, and everything else is uh, is is nah, raw. Man. That's that's nah, pretty. You don't insane. have the head of the table to come through. So uh, there are seven matches announced for this show. We are going to see Madcap Moss take on Happy Corbin, the only SmackDown match, and No Holds Barred. Come oh, on, Reg. No Holds Barred. Oh, that's awful. There's Mad one Cat match on SmackDown, gonna... and that's it. Madcap Moss is going to get revenge for uh, having his his neck. Pilmanized by uh, Happy Corbin. Ew. Yep. Yeah. Next one, please. Let's move on. All right. Ew. How about six person mixed tag match? We are going to see, uh, as the internet has dubbed them, the new Bullet Club taking on 
Finn Balor, or so that that is the team of Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan taking on the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day. Come on, guys. Get on board. Hell in a cell. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right. Is it in the Hell in the Cell? No. no. It's just a match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just a, just a mixed tag match. I'm not going to be mad at it. I like all the people in here. I'm not going to eat that yo, one. This is a, nah, this is a good too sweet, one. Too sweet, the new too sweet. WWE Bullet Club. I'm into it. Yeah. That's going to be a good match. Yeah. I mean, we like they everybody are, in this match. I don't necessarily get no, I mean, Bullet Club. Okay. Bro. Actually, not being <laughs> not being sarcastic <laughs> here. Um, I will say I like everybody in this match. Uh, and I don't, uh, I mean, I'm, I don't, I mentioned last week, I don't care for Judgment Day as a group or concept or entrance. But uh, as wrestlers, they're great. Yeah, sure. Right. Um, I love great. Damian Priest and I love Rhea Ripley and Edge. You know, yeah, they're, they're, they're great as wrestlers, but that whole purple light thing and the the promos are uh, nah. no. WWE United States Championship on the line. Austin Theory, excuse me, hey, Theory, Theory, yeah, Theory takes on Mustafa Ali. Okay. Um, if they had any sense, they should give Ali the win in his hometown, but we know where this is going. Definitely not. A-Town Down is about to win. Big Every, facts. Everybody's going, hoping to get Portillo's, but nope, you're not getting nothing because you're just going to get They might try to embarrass Mustafa Ali because it's in Chicago, which is awful, but that's what they do, so... It's going to be a great match. Those two guys can go. Uh, theory yeah, sucks, it, as that, we know, that, but that's going to be a good match. That'll be That'll be a fun match, I think. Yeah, both athletic yeah. guys, both you know, can move well. Yeah, it'll be a solid match. Yeah. Ezekiel goes one on one with Kevin Owens. Oh, remember when they told us that um, you know getting that match with Stone Cold was going to put Kevin Owens in a better position? I mean, I will say that this is one of the funnier things happening on Raw. Uh, that as long as this kind of ends here, uh, I you think know it won't. it's not. <laughs> like it's not. I think. I think Kevin Owens is doing some great work here with this, with the Ezekiel stuff. Do I necessarily care for Ezekiel? Not really. No. Um, but I think Kevin Owens going insane over the idea that nobody else seems to have the right frame of mind going. I like Kevin Owens. I did like how uh, I watched a little bit of him on SmackDown with Sami Zayn, where he's like, Sammy, come help me over here on Raw. And Sammy's like, nah, bro, I'm done with that. I did like that just because I like any time they have interactions together. So. Yeah. 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 PWG uh, uh, young boy Reg over here. You know how it is. You know what's up. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no IC title match, huh? Uh, that's no, for that next. Ha- the, that's on SmackDown next week. Ricochet against a Gunther, which should oh, be a great match. Gunther's about time. to get your boy up out of here. I, I would agree, yeah, definitely. Um, although somebody pointed out that the Intercontinental title has not been defended on pay per view since WrestleMania 37. Uh, Ooh, and man, got, got, that got, is and a I long time. And I don't know how they managed to not defend it here when you had every ability to. Right. Yeah, look, Ricoch- got Ricochet out here looking kind of down bad, bro. He said he was going to be defending it on pay-per-views, and Ooh. he hasn't been able to live up to his promise. Mm-hmm. Then I was, I had SmackDown in the background, and, you know, my man out there dancing on his girl. Was like, Big Shanky was all over on? his Shanky, girl, huh? Shanky is in the in the building getting his dances off. Like, what is this? <laughs> Yo, I feel like I, I, that's Shanky real shaking it up me, in bro. front of your girl, bro. Big I Shanky. once talked to a wrestler who was pitched the dancing gimmick. And uh, what he said to me. Why do they do that? Was. Uh, you got to dance. 
Uh, they, they said at one point, and I remember Lance Storm also did an interview when he was given the dancing gimmick of like, they're kind of death, right? Like, you know, that yeah. nobody, it, th- there's never been anybody who had a dancing gimmick that later went on to like big things. Like you're not about Rikishi to be the dancing was, world champ. Rikishi was the closest, but like, Rikishi, uh, I would say probably Victoria. Cause she did the little dancing gimmick for a minute. Did she ever win the title again after the dancing gimmick, though? I don't think she I did. I think she did other feuds and stuff after that. I don't remember, though. Uh, but I don't think she ever got the title again yeah, after when, the dancing gimmick. When it was Rikishi, they made him. A, they tried to make him a badass after yeah, the dancing that, to that be like, forget about the dancing, about it. you know? <laughs> it was like, yo, you're a babyface now, Victoria. Get out there and dance to Nicki Minaj and somehow. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was weird. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> mad at it. Victoria no, I, but mostly I'm talking about male wrestlers. Like when they've yeah. assigned them dancing gimmicks, because like obviously the, um, Naomi had made a career coming yeah. in. Yeah, they, um, as a dancer. When, remember when they randomly sent Sasha to 205 Live to dance? Oh yeah, with Rich Swan. <laughs> <laughs> that was random. Yes, uh, and so then we have a two-on-one handicap match. Robert Lashley mm-hmm. uh, will take on. Omos and MVP. This card, bro. This card is uh <laughs> oof. Um no, but um listen. Let this uh let let get his win off and let's 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 end this feud once and for all. Come on. I am happy that there's only one hell in the cell match, like because I hate when they just like use it to progress the feud like it should be to end a feud i hate how they swayed away from what the hell in the cell came for when it was just like oh it's the third match in their series now it used to be like this is the final match it's over after this so i'm happy well, that yeah and, uh, and, and, and it's weird show. well the weird thing is that uh because i had that complaint for a long time too that like it's hard to have a pay-per-view called hell in a cell when like the attraction of hell in a cell was that this feud has finally reached its boiling point. Right. Now it's time for Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, WWE has done that recently, right? Where right. Edge and Seth Rollins mm-hmm. had a Hell in a Cell match that didn't take place at Hell in a Cell. It took place at, uh, was that Crown Jewel? Yeah, um, yeah Crown Jewel. At Crown Jewel. And the, they, we, they've shown us that they have the ability to just go Hell in a Cell at any other point without having it have to be at this pay-per-view. And that has always felt more meaningful than yep. just doing it at the pay-per-view hell it would just think of 10 years ago when um while the hell in a cell pay-per-view was still active and they had literally just done a bunch of meaningless hell cell matches at hell in a cell but then they were like wrestlemania it's going to be triple h versus undertaker mm-hmm. hell in a cell and it's like okay this one matters because this is where this naturally went those other ones like didn't you, you right. just did them because that was the it was october or whatever yeah. you know what i mean yeah uh, but I will say that I am looking forward to these two main event matches. We have for the Great. Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair taking on Asuka and Becky Lynch in a triple threat match. Yeah, that's going to um, be fire. Super fire. That's going to be a good match. I'm a little worried that Asuka is there to take the pin. Um, but Well, and other people are worried. That's what they're saying in the chat, that Bianca's there to transition the belt into I, the Becky-Asuka feud. Ooh, um, I don't think it is. I yeah. think I, I think Bianca's gonna retain, if I had to guess. Now, I, I guess I can see that concern if like I guess who is waiting in the wings for Bianca? Because obviously the Becky and Oscar feud is gonna continue. That feud hasn't resolved. And so 
that is where I see people having concern about like Bianca is the one who kind of has nothing going on after this unless they move up like Alexa Bliss for. But otherwise, Bianca's got nothing. It's Asuka and Becky who have the continuing feud. Do they just take the title and move it there. I don't think that's what they'll do. I think they'll find somebody for Bianca. I think you do have Alexa. I think you do have Dewdrop as an option. I think you do have, but none of those feel I as big as Oscar and Becky. Want to see another Bianca Dewdrop match? Oh yeah, please, you kind of exhausted please, that one. Please um, don't. It's weird. I started naming the women, and I realized we've done all of this because uh, I know Zelina Vega just revealed she's hurt, and yeah, Oscar Becky, I guess, does feel like the biggest women's program they can do right now. <laughs> Um, That's a shame. What's Bianca going to do? I think they're leading to the, like, her, her and Rhea Ripley are going to have a big showdown. Oh, yeah, they can, not that, anytime soon, though. You know? they, they, that, there's that as an option, too. Yeah. Because um, I know that they just moved Lacey Evans back to SmackDown. Uh, so Again. Yes. Started, you started with a promotion of her on SmackDown, moved her to <laughs> Raw, then decided, actually, she needs to be back on SmackDown because... SmackDown's women's division is kind of bare at the moment. Watching watching the uh, the video package they put together for Lacey last night for her to go back to SmackDown, I was like, yo, if you look at this with the sound off, it sounds like they're playing at a, and I'm proud to be an American, because <laughs> at least I know I'm free. <laughs> and pass me a cold Budweiser. And I proudly stand up. <laughs> <laughs> the Lacey Evans stuff is so nasty, man. I can't. Yeah, it's, it looks so. It looks so. I mean, I think it contrived. belongs on SmackDown, to be honest, because like, do you ever see them commercials during the middle of SmackDown where they'll be showing ads for Fox Nation? Subscribe to Fox Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, Lacey Evans is like for you're that right. audience. Like, Fox. this is. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. It, it does <laughs> look. Uh, it looks. I don't know. It looks very contrived. Like, I don't know. She looks like a Fox News anchor to me. She She does. (laughs) Yeah, she does. I'm sorry. She does. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, for real. Yo. So, I don't know. That's that's what I picture for uh, Lacey Evans. And finally, (laughs) inside inside Hell in a Cell, Cody Rhodes will go one-on-one with Seth freaking rollins um yeah i hate that that's not a nickname by the way i have to say it feels weird when people are just like in conversation and saying so cody Rhodes, you're gonna face seth freaking rollins this week and i'm like (laughs) i hate that they just made that his name Mm -hmm. because uh it's it's in character i know but again he says it it's fine i'm seth freaking rollins but then it's like weird when Kayla Braxton is just talking about matches and she's just like, yeah, now we're going to talk to Seth freaking Rollins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've always I've <laughs> always figured my theory on why he changed it is because he wants to remind everybody who he was because that's when everybody loved him, when he was Seth freaking Rollins and he wore the glove. And so he's like, no, everybody say it with me. That's when I was great. That is my nickname. Say it. Everybody say it with me. Um but it's Look, not a nickname anymore. It's just his name. Yeah. So, man, this is the only match that I've been really interested in that I'm like, yo, if any of the matches at the pay-per-view I want to see live, it's this one. But it is not worth getting a ticket to go and just see this one match. It is. Um, not. There's nothing yeah, I mean, else on this card co- that I'm as excited for. 
Cody and Seth have been delivering. They delivered at WrestleMania. They delivered at WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, and those matches times at the house shows <laughs> <laughs> and those matches for the most part didn't really have any heat to them. Um, and that was kind of the point, right? That, uh, it was just, Cody's just happy to be here. He's just here to do his thing. Seth Rollins, of course, is angry that Cody's here and the feud finally like got it's became personal after backlash because that's when Seth took it there. Um, the promo this week, by the way, was interesting that they did bring up AEW stuff that Cody, uh, Seth Rollins straight up said you went uh, to try and, and and I like that they played off of the stuff Seth Rollins had said before about how uh, you and your little friends went to try and start your own thing <laughs> uh, to try and take food off my plate. Um, you don't get to smash the throne. Yeah, Cody and- hit him with me and your friend. What do you mean? My little friend. <laughs> said. Yeah. I was there with uh, your friend. <laughs> uh, but then the line of you don't get to smash the throne and then try to come back to the kingdom. That was a great line too. Okay. I like Yo, it. Man, Rollins, Rollins be cooking, bro. When he, uh, when he got that weight belt back out of the crowd and proceeded to beat Cody with it, that was amazing. <laughs> that was great. And then Cody like, like pathetically like picked it back up and then gave it back to the kid and limped back. I was like, yo, this is again, this is why I think Rollins is just such a great heel. Cause he knows how to get that kind of performance out of guys. He's good. He is good. Um, That'll be a good match. A great match. That'll yeah. And that, yeah. that's the main event. Like Cody. And the women's match will be good too. Um, I I'm pretty sure it will be good. Cody's okay. going to definitely try to get on his Bret Hart and accidentally have blood. Like Bret Hart would in this match, I'm sure he'll somehow be like, "Oh, it was an accident. I'm covered in blood, Vince. I don't know what happened." He'll find a way to bleed. Uh, <laughs> the, he'll find a way. Uh, but yeah, I hope that uh, either that uh, or his forehead's gonna be looking like it did at WrestleMania, where it's just like red from trying to get there hard way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, this is gonna be good, but end the feud here. We don't need yeah. more than three matches. No. Make this the rubber match. Move him on to the next program. I mean, it seems like he doesn't quite have a next program yet. I have a feeling this match will happen, and then they'll do Money in the Bank, where I think he's clearly He doesn't really have to have a program going into Money in the Bank, right? I think his next program will come out of the Money in the Bank, where, like, he... Somebody else in that match will probably be his next program. Your boy Cody's probably winning that Money in the Bank briefcase. He's winning the Money in the Bank. Yeah, definitely. He he, he was rolling around Vegas on that... uh, on that uh, Money in the Bank truck. Yeah, I saw Cody's face more than I saw any AEW wrestler's face out there in Vegas. They are The promotion is up for them, yeah, for sure. I mean, they are... He's he's the guy. And mm-hmm. I was trying to say that, like, coming out of WrestleMania, yeah. as soon as WrestleMania ended, I said Cody is the top babyface in WWE. That's why I keep saying he's the hottest yeah. babyface on the roster right now. He, he is. is. Mm-hmm. He's the top babyface in WWE, like, period. He is. And, and I look back, and I remember... Um, when he, when we first found out that he was a free agent and, uh, I remember there was a number of people cause I had said, uh, remember I was boarding the plane, um, and I knew about it, but, uh, Sean was going to break the story, but I knew I was going to be in the air. So I tweeted, hope no groundbreaking, mind blowing news happens mm. while I'm in the air. And people were like, oh, what's going to happen? And then Sean announced that Cody was a free agent. And the comments on my stuff, uh, some recognized that it was a big deal. But there were a few people who were like, 
oh, it's just Cody. Like, what does it matter? Yeah, it's just Cody. Yeah, WWE's yeah. not going to have for him a big bag. WWE, he doesn't matter. He'll go back and be a mid-carder in WWE. Yeah, a lot of like, people... I don't think you recognize this is a big, mind-blowing deal. Big and deal. it was. He is yeah. in WWE. And he immediately came in top babyface. Yep. Didn't even, uh, there was, didn't even skip a beat. Didn't wait. It wasn't like a, oh, he's going to be built up to he be He only fucked top around with face. two guys, Miz and Seth Rollins, and he was the top babyface. Right? Yeah, the I'm, top babyface. He's on the posters. He's yeah. on. He's got the main event of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going to put the money in the bank in his hands to basically say that this guy can become yeah. Any show that Roman's not main eventing, he's going to be main eventing. Pretty yeah. much. That's it. If there's no Roman on the show, it's going to be Cody. As yeah. the main eventer, that's how much Cody very quickly became a main event guy. Yep. Yeah. All of those people that a lot of those WWE people that are like, "This is not a big deal," are now all of a sudden Cody fans. Um. So. <laughs> and I mean, good on Cody. Flowers. Like Cody, like I said, props to Cody because Cody, Cody didn't now. have to change any motherfucking Mm-mm. thing. Cody did not want to turn heel. He was like, "No, you're not going to force me to turn heel. This is who I am. This is what I want to do. And if I don't get to do it over here, I'm gonna do it over here, where they'll cheer me for it, and they're cheering him for it." Man, that uh, that now some are some are worried that the Cody clock is gonna turn fans like that. People are gonna get sick of that shit. They are (laughs) that BTE bit with uh, Shivani looking into the camera and saying, (laughs) Mm -hmm. "You know, countdown to to Dark Order." Hilarious. Yeah, fans uh, are definitely gonna get tired of it because they get tired of everything. But then Cody's gonna pivot. Cody, Cody's really fucking smart, man. He, Cody's, he's gonna Cody's make anything politics work. out here, bro. It's yeah, politics yeah. as usual with him, bro. Definitely. Nah, Big Cody fact. is a is a smart dude, and mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing out here. He made uh, a great move. He did. They, it's worked for him better than yeah. anything else has ever worked for him. That yeah. gold right there, that that WWE championship right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna have it. It's his. The question Seriously. is. Is it going to be a cash in for both belts, or does he just get one out of it? I'm guessing one. You yeah. know, Roman's got to still have a gold belt around his waist, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. got to feel important somehow, even though people just... won't acknowledge that it's getting stale. But so, what, what is this I keep hearing about the big SummerSlam matches, Roman and fucking Matt Riddle? Like, how? Well, so it was originally supposed to be. Roman what? and Riddle at Money in the Bank, and then that was going to transition to Roman and uh, Orton at SummerSlam. Okay, oh, it's getting uh, Orton. But but Riddle. Money in the Bank, Roman's not on Money in the Bank anymore since right. they're not doing the stadium, uh, and so he's off that show. So I don't know if the Riddle feud is just going to stick around or not. Uh, and then you also have... They're trying to get to Randy Orton. Well, well, and then they just... Send, uh, uh, Drew McIntyre just challenged Roman to a match at Clash at the Castle. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. In September. So and Drew's losing. Come on. Now. Definitely. Yeah. I mean they could maybe give Drew a big W out in front of a whole bunch of those fans out there. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't know. It sounded good. <laughs> sounded good for a second, but then I was like, oh yeah, yeah right. no, no way. Roman's about to have his hands raised very high at the end of that show. Yes. Uh, let's check in with our chatters. Uh, we have got. Uh, damn it! It did the thing where it scrolls to the bottom, and now I have to like go all the way back up. Our chatters is funny. Uh, <laughs> Chat the boys. Uh, so, Chat the boys in the building. Uh, damn, there's there's so many, and I have to. Okay, I'm caught up now. Yeah. 
All right, first one we got, it says, uh, we didn't hear Reg talk about Ace Austin in the BC. In the I real love Bullet it. Club. I love it so much. I think it's a perfect pairing. Ace Austin destroyed it in the best of Super Juniors. Great pick. Um, Impact, X Division champion. He's incredible. I love the new formed Bullet Club. I think all the new members are great. This is probably my favorite version of the bullet club in a really, really long time since like the original i mean they got chris bay they got ace austin uh jay white like it's lit over there the the good brothers like it's it's really lit for the bullet club right now the real bullet club out there uh, man except no imposters bro there's only one catalyst i'm saying <laughs> j14 says Will knows what's good team android all day apple sucks again I, it's all the same now except there's one feature one feature I can't live without anymore. I went two weeks that I left the Pixel, and because I thought all phones had this at this point, and so I left the Pixel for two weeks, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. y'all don't have call screening? Like, do you know how important that is to have call screening? Nobody else has call screening. That's a Pixel feature. And what I mean by call screening is that if you call my phone right now, I have three options: answer, screen call, decline. And usually I'll just hit screen call if I don't know who it is, and it usually it'll just say. Um, the uh, the person you have called is using a screening service. Please state your name and why you're calling. And then when they do so, it'll pop up with a text on my phone saying, hey, it's blah, 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 blah. Do you wish to take this? And I could say, later, no, don't call me again, or yes. That's and then, it, And it's just like if, I, uh, if I'm in a meeting or anything like that, or I just don't want to take the call. Um, and the first time I got a call from a number I didn't recognize and I wasn't on my Pixel, and it pops up, and it's just all that's there is answer and decline. And I'm like, nah, fuck this shit. I don't want to answer or decline. I want to screen the call. I want to know who okay. it is before I answer. That is a feature that I've now had for like five years. Can't live without now. You see, I don't ever answer my phone, so I don't give a fuck who's calling me. Like, <laughs> bro, if you're going to call me, leave a voicemail. Or don't fucking call me and leave me a text mail. Why are you calling me? Only people see, call and, me and, and want some get... bills. And I'm not paying you your bills, man. Well, I'm so I, and sometimes I'll get in where, like, it's my kids calling from, like, the nurse's phone at school. And it's a number right. I didn't recognize. Yeah, see, you and have so... you have a family. You have So I'll, I'll get those that say, like, know. the little text will pop up that says, Dad, it's me. Pick up, and I'm like, okay, fine, pick up. Sounds like prison, <laughs> almost. <laughs> that's exactly what it. That's like the old collect calls, right? That you yeah, right. <laughs> hey, hold me down, hold me down. It's your boy. <laughs> uh, damn. See, I always think about the the opening to um, uh, "Stupid Dude Dumb" by Mac Dre. Mm. Uh, the message he played at the beginning of it, where uh, I hope girls like. Uh, man, we just we got caught up. We went to jail today over some fucking bullshit. But anyway, um, we're gonna get out today, so uh, be home so we can go trick or treating tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace to Mac. Matt, rest in peace, Mac Dre. Uh, I just I, remember that. I think it was ten ten three two one commercial where the guy tries to say he's all. It's Bob. We had a, we had a baby. We had a, yeah, we had a baby. It's a boy. Yeah. We had a baby. It's a boy. <laughs> Think of that <laughs> <Yeah>. commercial. <laughs> Taking him uh, back, baby. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Deontay says, good to see the fam. Just started my new job. Twice as hey, much. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Let's go, baby. Uh, y'all gave me motivation. Thank you so much. Y'all be. P.S. Phil had the best tweets this week. He always does. He does. Phil gets them off. Um, shout out to the new job though. I'm a yeah. big believer in that. I can't That's believe awesome. I just got a notification. Uh, I got a letter 
that told me that I've been at my current job three years, and I went, oh, it's been that long? Guess time mm. to start looking. Um, yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> uh, gotta go. I mean, that's the thing. I Keep getting that money, who, baby. For those who don't know what I do for a living, I'm a software developer. So, like, when you work in tech, uh, especially, it is helpful to just, like, do what you gotta do and bounce. And yep. uh, the reason I stuck at this company so long which this is the longest I've ever stayed in a single position is three years. Um, I've stayed with a company the longest five, but I moved positions four times at that company uh, mm-hmm. in five years. And this is the longest I've ever stayed in a position. I realized it's the pandemic that I started at this job in 2019. I probably would have moved in 2020, but then I just kind of stuck with it. Yeah. And then I look up and I'm like, what the hell? It's been three years at this job. Jeez. But yeah, I am a... Shoot software developer. That's why I play around in both Android and iOS because uh, I also uh, manage an app uh, that's in both stores, and I have to be good with making sure it's functional in both. So I'm not going to tell you which app it is, but there is an app that I work on. Yeah, uh, baby. Well, not Washington. That, not that uh, anybody would even know what to do with it uh, because it's got kind of a proprietary use. Uh, let's Flex. see what we got. Uh, we're getting we're getting to you, Max. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, we got <laughs> despair. Says, why is no one talking? Archer for interim chair. Oh no, move that. See, take that when, off the screen. When, when's the last time Archer catch, caught a body, bro? Oh God, take that off the screen. Hurry up. Oh, don't say that. Just saying, oh. man. He's always uh He's got the theme. Everybody dies. I don't. I ain't seen it, bro. Oh, it looks no. more like everybody lives. Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> Dustin watched him pretty recently. Uh, Ronan Mike Clip says, "Do you think Cody gets a title with the rumors of The Rock having an open schedule at the beginning of next year? Do you have Roman lose a belt between now and then, or do you keep him undefeated?" I right, look. If it were me, I don't think Roman versus Rock needs the title at nope. all. Uh, I think that. Uh, the title was head of the fucking table. I think for their family. Yeah, I don't think it needs a title. I think that I don't believe that The Rock cares about winning a championship no right way. now, and mm-hmm. so like I wouldn't bring him in to do that. He doesn't mm-hmm. need it. It's uh, not like when he did it in 2013. It wasn't needed then either. I don't know why. Well, but the yeah, story in the story in 2013 was once he beat Cena. He got the itch for a title. Like okay. it wasn't just like a, I'm coming in for a championship. It was mm-hmm. a all right. Now that I've done this, that's my guy, man. Like mm-hmm. the net, the because mm-hmm. it was the next night, right? He beat the scene at WrestleMania, and then the next night on Raw, he came out and he said, "Maybe The Rock should go for the WWE Championship." And that was that was the story there. But if he just comes back and is just like, "Yeah, I know I haven't wrestled a real match in by that point ten years, but uh, I just want the championship now." Sacrifice I don't know. Price my my guys one year title reign. Oh, yeah. And, but the thing is, also, there's not a chance The Rock wins. So like, I feel no, like he's definitely losing. Uh, if you put the title on the line there, uh, it's a waste uh, for a lot of guys uh, for a lot of reasons. Like, I have always felt like part timers coming back and challenging for the title is always a mistake because, to me, at least growing up. WrestleMania was supposed to be the culmination of a year's work. And if all these guys kind of spent the last year pining for the title and then some dude just come and I know it's the rock. He's not, I mean, the world champion's a part-timer now. So, but like the rock just comes in and uh, I think this is just 
uh, a summer thing. I don't, I don't necessarily think, so. think he's going to be. I think a he's full... going to be. I, th- I don't think he's going to be a full time wrestler anymore. Ever. I think he's going to have limited dates, but I think as far as TV is concerned, I'm, I think he's supposed to return back to TV uh, once this break is up. Uh, but... Give up that belt, boy. <laughs> it's, it's time, man. Drop, drop those titles, bro. Come on, dude. All right. Um, want to talk about Hood Slam real quick? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Hood Slam. Awesome. So cool. Great. Phenomenal. It was awesome. It was my second time ever commentating wrestling match. I got to commentate the main event, Creep Squad versus Wholesome Squad. This has been a brewing, brewing on the internet for, for years. Yeah, I was going to say, it feels like so many years now. The main event was JTG, Brittany Wonder, and uh, fuck, there's so many people. I was drunk and high at the same time, too, also. Suge was there. On an airplane. Suge, <laughs> <laughs> Trisha Dora, and D-Rogue against Ashton Starr, JTG, and Brittany Wonder. It was a great match. Faye Jackson was there looking amazing, being awesome. She just completed her final day of physical therapy. So she did a little, she had a couple spots in there. It was super cool to just see her, you know, back in the ring doing her thing. Got a lot of people excited. She said she's retired, but she looked great out there. So everybody's like, what's up? What's up? What's up? But yeah, I got to commentate the match. Got to put over Grapsity. It was live on uh, Fight TV. So, like, there was a lot going on. Like, people heard me be like, I'm on Grapsity. Watch Grapsity tomorrow. Um, shout out to Hood Slam, Dark Sheik, of course, the owner of Hood Slam, incredible talent, incredible wrestler, even more incredible person just for giving me the opportunity to do my little thing thing over there. So, yeah, shout out to Hood Slam. You could catch the replay right now on fight tv you can hear me talking shit like i do when i does it there's some pictures online you can see me in the background i was having such a great time oakland california legit like a mile and a half from where i live so it was a great moment great times anybody else wants me to come on their show and talk some shit i'm available only time I'm not available is Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. because I have a fucking podcast, Grapsity, baby. No, shout out to Hood Slam. Shout out to everybody that was out there. It was such a great time, man. There's another show tonight. If you're in Oakland, California, this one's an all-women's show, Glam. Um, same place, same time, same fight TV. There's going to be a lot of great talent on there. So, you know, do it, you guys. Do it. Uh Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great times. I saw, I was seeing all the pictures and stuff. It's seeing, uh, I saw Reg in the background. Like it was cool shit. I was, it was very happy to see. I'm out here, baby. I'm doing every anything that I can do. I'm gonna fucking do it. I fucking love pro wrestling. Not as fake. I'm not. Nothing I do is fake. Nothing I do or say is for any other reason other than I really fucking love this shit for real. It's not a joke. Yes. Uh, Ho. <laughs> Um, so I didn't even want to talk about this, but I said I would, uh, and that was, I said I would talk about it. I didn't, I didn't want to talk about it on day after dynamite. What is this? What are we, what is this? I don't know what you're saying right now. Uh, no, you know where this is going. And I wanted to have this discussion specifically with black people. Oh, I I felt like. Um, Day After Dynamite this week wasn't the right place to have it. Uh, that was me and Denise. Speaking of which, me and Denise Salcedo hosted that show. Uh, she's my roomie in uh, Chicago. Um, this uh, for um, 
Forbidden Door. But uh, yeah, I didn't want to have that discussion with her. I felt that wasn't the appropriate person to have it with. Keeping it one honey, boy. Big boy. I um, didn't know that. I didn't know that was gonna get me good. Yo, Keeping so one. I uh, I saw the response to this. This is uh, not a funny response. I'm sorry, guys. That just got me good. No, 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 no. So let, let's let's funny. give context. Let's give some context to this for people who aren't in the trenches of uh, Twitter at times. So of course, don't, don't be in the tr- tr- trenches of Twitter. Don't Find be. something else to do with your day. Yeah. Okay. So what ha- happened was. Uh, we saw. You sure you can talk like that? I did that on purpose, by the way. I'm going to make a point here with that. So, we saw uh, Athena come out, make her promo um, about her debut in AEW. She calls out uh, Jade Cargill. And in the process of calling out Jade Cargill, she says, uh, We're going to keep it 100. Let's have a real talk moment. And I actually didn't think the promo was was really bad. Like, I thought that it was I liked fine. It, honestly. For, it was fine. I, I thought it was fine for what it needed to be. Uh, I actually enjoyed that whole segment. I thought, I thought uh, the segment was great. Yeah, yeah I, I thought the from the beginning to end, I thought uh, Athena coming out there and then um, uh, Stoke bringing out the, the baddies. And, Stoke uh, was just and, 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 incredible. <laughs> and Jade saying, uh, best talker in the game. She hands him the mic. Uh, he goes off. Um, this then brings out um, uh, Anna Jay and then uh, also Chris Statlander and the three have a face-to-face. I like the segment. Oh, and then, of course, Stokely <laughs> screaming, security, security. Great <laughs> shit. <laughs> he's the best. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's the best. Have fun with the segment. I get on Twitter. Twitter has found two seconds of it that they are focused on and... Uh, have decided to to clown on and everybody's jumping in i'm noticing a lot of people who are jumping in didn't even see the rest of the segment literally just saw the two seconds which was keeping it 100 real talk moment and there became a huge discussion about whether or not uh there was a discussion about um for some reason brandy got dragged back into it and it was talking about brandy and the promo brandy with jay cargill straight. and the uh the the black bitch stuff from earlier this year uh i can't believe this was that was that this year? Oh my god! No, that was into last year. That was uh, <laughs> that was December of last year. So that mm. was very end of the year. Uh, and that brought up a whole lot of discussion over using um, AAVE when not necessary. African American vernacular English, as as it were. Um, you can't police black people for doing it. That's my. Thing here, and where I'm having a problem is is I'm having a problem with policing black people in general, um, specifically policing the language of black people. Um, I didn't like any of this discussion at all, and so I stayed out of it on social media. Me too. I I didn't even even see it honestly. I wasn't going to chime in on it at all. Uh, Phil, you of course are Mr. Twitter. I'm always always dragged in everything. You you (laughs) dug right in. Um, But I didn't try to. I just tweeted, and people were like, "Yo, what you trying to say? You trying to say she should be able to say that?" And I'm like, "No, I asked a question." And yes, she should be able to say that. Why the fuck can't she say that? I'll go into what I tweeted for context. So, because I saw people bringing up Brandy again, and so I just asked a question. I said, yo, are people still under the impression that Brandy 
that somebody wrote that promo for Brandy because she said more than once that it was improvised. I think that's interesting. And people were like, it doesn't she matter. She specifically said she was trying to channel um, Vivica Fox from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, so um, I, got a, but, I got a few responses and it was kind of like the consensus was it doesn't matter if it was written. And I was like, it kind of does because if you're now insinuating that AEW as a company sends black women out there and tries to in- emphasize stereotypes, that's crazy. then you have to tell me who in that company do you think is writing that and where do you think that mandate is coming from? And again, that's not to, that's not me saying that it doesn't happen. I just asked the question. And people are like, all right, well, you know, because I, I said, look, we've heard more than once. There's nobody behind the scenes writing promos. So who's writing that? And they've said that for better or worse. Some have said that they need it, and others have said that yeah, so, uh, they like that they have the freedom to just kind of do. Yeah, so that was my only point in it. I was kind of like, all right, if you're saying they're emphasizing stereotypes, which is, which is whack, and if that's what they're doing, that's, that's garbage. Um, but we don't have anything to point to to say that that's what they're doing. And so I afterwards rewatched the entire segment, and I was like, nah, guys, I think uh, I think Athena is just a little awkward on mic. That's how she talks when she's on Twitter. That's how she talks, dude. That's her same, you know, because it, it, I saw people that tried to make it seem like she was just going in her full back stereotype, like, that was the same cadence she always talks with. It was the same tone of voice. Nothing changed other than those 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 slang terms she used and the way she used them. That's how she does that's how she that talks. all the time. Remember when she did the the interview with Van Vliet and she was like, "Yeah, I don't want to wear booty booty butt cheeks like yeah. uh, booty butt cheek shorts like uh, Mandy." That's how she talks, bro. Like right. I'm, I think people are just so trying to catch her up in a catch her up in a. Why are you? It's in all about segment. that her fucking let's keep it a hunt let's keep it a hundy. It's all about her husband's yeah, I, t-shirt. I, I, That's what think, it is. I think people were like, "Why are you in this segment with other black women talking like this?" And my thing is, you guys know this because you know I will say, "Hand it to a black woman." That's crazy. I will say this, and I don't know if people have peeped this, but if I go on other podcasts and it ain't us, I don't talk to them the same way. They right. wouldn't understand. Like if yeah. if I'm talking to y'all, y'all. We talk a certain way. If mm-hmm. I go in a room and it's a bunch of non-black people, I I talk a certain way. If right. I go in a room and I look in the corner and I see black people, I'm like, yo, there are people over there. And I go talk mm-hmm. to them. I'm going to talk a different way. So I think assuming that yeah, I mean, she get, so- she got in this segment and just was like, oh, well, man, let me get my black scent off. Like, no, that's what, not what happened. I think she just was trying to get comfortable in this segment with other black people. And... I think people blew this out of proportion. I think so too. And I look, look around me right now. I am a colossal, gigantic dork. That yes. is who I am. You're not supposed to agree with that, Phil. Oh, um, no, we can't. I'm just kidding. Um, but I know. Nerd, loser. I, I know that. One of the things I enjoy doing, just because I think it's funny, is like butchering slang. The shit is fun. It's funny. And uh, that is, or just like making up random slang. That's another thing I just like. And you're allowed to. And that's the thing. I just fucking do it. And Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit uh, about any of that. But I feel like in that scenario, I, I had a chat with somebody about all of this, about 
Look, I know what it's about. I know what the need to, to jump on Athena is truly all about. I think, one, you didn't like the interview she did with Chris Van Vliet. You were still mad about the stuff she said about Mandy Rose. I think that's a lot of those people who are looking to catch her slipping because of, uh, like, oh, my God, if she had come out in, in booty butt cheek shorts, are you booty kidding me? Booty butt cheeks? Like, people would have lit her up. People wanted her to slip. And then also to deal with her husband. I would say most of that's fair game, except for the fact that from a representation perspective, I don't give a fuck about any of that. And the reason I don't is because I think about myself when I was younger and how one of the most important wrestlers to me and why I still respect what he did for me, Booker T. Booker T was my guy. I loved Booker T. Are you kidding me? I thought going into... I thought from that run in 2002 we had, like, I loved Booker, I loved Harlem Heat, um, but particularly talking about singles runs, I thought that run where he started feuding with Big Show where they kicked him out of the NWO, I thought that was bullshit, but then when he uh, goes on that um, singles run and has the cage match with Big Show and he starts just kind of tearing it up, uh, Booker T was my guy, man. I brought signs to shows for Booker T. That was my dude. Does Booker T have problematic views? Absolutely. Do I like 100%. love picking away? Do I love picking away at Booker T? Sure, but I recognize that the average fan doesn't know about any of that shit. The average fan doesn't care about any of that shit. And I think about what Big Swole said last year um, in her podcast, uh, where she had specifically talked about um, one of the things that she needed for her daughter to see was representation on the programming, and. That's not representation with an asterisk. That's not representation where, yeah, it's representation, but let's make sure that her husband also has views that I, um, or doesn't wear problematic t-shirts, right? Let's make sure that all of this other shit, that's all stuff to kind of be handled elsewhere. But as far as representation in itself is concerned, I, my daughter is a huge fan of Athena. She thinks that those wings were the coolest shit on the fucking planet. That and was asked dope. me, you know, can I somehow find wings like that? And I was like, uh... There's probably no way I could find those, but if I mm-hmm. could, I'm sure I would. Uh, but my daughter thinks she's the coolest in the world, and I recognize none of that shit matters to the average fan as far as just seeing straight-up, solid We're representation. N- really quick, I see a couple of comments in the chat. We're never going to stop with the race talk. This is a black podcast featuring three black men. Watch, if there's something to talk about podcast, on fuck. Yes, if you want to if you don't want to hear this talk, please turn this off. This is never going to fucking change. I'm a black man that's uh, that is afraid to drive down the street when I see I cop cars. It fucking makes yeah. my when I see a cop car pass, it makes my heart stop. There's nothing yeah, you can so, fucking say to I, me. I told you guys something to stop in talking Vegas. about this shit and fuck on my own podcast. This is insane. I'm going to talk about being black. I'm going to talk about black issues. I'm going to talk about all that because I fucking experience it. And if you don't want to see it, fucking leave. Yo, exactly. Ooh, that got me and good, man. I, shit, I, dude. I, like, don't I, tell you, me to stop yeah, talking yeah, about race things I, on my fucking podcast. I told you something. I told you guys something that happened in Vegas in the group chat. Um, and no, nah, no, nah, I'm sorry. Like, if you can go to any other podcast out here and they will avoid talking to this, you guys come here to get our voices and our opinions. If you're not here for that, then hey, peace out. The only thing I'm going to say, though, is uh, uh, again, because I'll agree with this. The phrase was cringy, and this is from Chaos Control. But how are you going to police black people for talking black? This is so stupid. And that's the thing is, I just. I don't like the idea of policing black people's blackness. I don't. 
I think that uh, within the confines of our space, I want to be able to just be and not have to worry about, well, you can be, but these are the rules for being. No, yeah. that's not how this is going to work. Uh, that's never. not how that should ever uh-uh. work. No. No. Especially not to a black woman that has been dealing with issues like this forever, and then you're gonna put the shit on her some more. I can't. Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I don't. I, I mean this in general. Like I saw somebody say, and I think they were trying to say the right thing, but again, it just comes down to a case of trying to to police somebody's actions. Where they were like, uh, um, they said that, you know, Athena is. Um, you know, a nerdy type, uh, and she should stick to being that. Look at Xavier Woods; he's a great example of how to be that. And I thought, how are you just going to tell somebody how to be Xavier? And Woods the bruh has a move called the Backwoods. If you get like, come on, dude, shut up. He does and, the same and, shit. And, and the thing is, Xavier Woods is a great example of how to be Xavier Woods. Um, that's we don't that's all have that. to be the same, man. We all don't represent ourselves in front of people that don't understand what it means to be black the same way. And we don't owe you no explanation on why we want to do things a certain way. Sorry. Um, mm. And I know people are going to, like I said, people might be mad at the shirt and other things. I That's why I say all the time, it's important not to conflate issues. You cannot conflate what happened with that shirt with people getting mad at her, just dropping two random lines, throwaway lines, and a promo. It's just not that serious. I didn't even think about those lines, by the way, until I got back on Twitter. Because I was all I was thinking about that whole segment was, hey, you know, Athena's not known for being a talker, but I feel like she controlled the crowd well and, ha- and did what she needed to do here. And then I was like, and Stokely's talking. Like, I was all about that segment till I got on Twitter and saw all these people dunking on it. And yeah, man, uh, I thought it was a good segment overall. I thought Jade and Stokely showed great chemistry together. Um, I continue to like uh jade and the baddies as an act yeah i don't know i i thought people definitely overreacted to this and athena's gonna get a great match out of jade most importantly my god though athena like i do want to give her props for um two things as a matter of fact this is where we could talk rampage because your mileage may vary but uh that opening match was (laughs) everything that i just love because ultimately for me pro wrestling like you could talk about flippy do's and spots and uh and and gymnastics and routines and all that jazz look man the only thing i want out of pro wrestling is crowds to be happy with what they're your seeing. favorites could never baby and, and when i see a match that is making a crowd go wild and go wild and go wild and screaming their heads off and at every single turn the crowd is just into it and the match is fun and fun to follow i don't care about none of that other shit if you can do something that just gets the crowd going you're winning in professional wrestling Facts. and all four of these guys one uh i like the fact that uh because at first i thought ooh, doing lucha bros and uh, the young bucks again um mm-hmm. like we've seen that four times just in a we saw it three prior times different. in AEW. about to be different every time but uh and we've seen it off AEW as well but excalibur pointed out one specific thing and that changed the whole game for me at the top of the match he goes this is the first time these two teams have competed with no title on the line and i went oh shit Moment. This is a different kind of match than all of a sudden. This yep. is non-title. This is this is just two teams going at it. They've never done that? Gimme. Yeah. And I feel like from 
jump. This match just went a million miles a minute, never took a break, kept Oof. going. Uh, it, it like, honestly, I was keeping up with the picture in picture because I'm like, they're still going. They're not just like chilling <laughs> during the picture in picture. They were, they were cooking. <laughs> they were just cooking the entire time. They come back, crowd is still just going nuts. This, this is my type of pro wrestling. I'm sorry. I like this. This now, is the reason like other... that AEW exists is because of matches like this. This is why we're watching this shit on Wednesdays and Friday nights because I saw this shit in Reseda, California, PWG. I saw matches exactly like this, and that's what led to what we're watching now. They did this. They do this. This is Young Bucks. Like That was an easy one for them. Let's do this sprint out here with fucking Yo. Lucha Bros. And bam, history. I mean, this the, the the Young Bucks are just one of my favorite acts in wrestling. When they came out on Sunday with the with the Elvis uh, <laughs> Super Kick Party, that was fire. I, I, I love that song. Super I, I, Kick Party. I thought it was great, yo. And I think that the part of that that makes it good is just that they are fine with being corny and being obnoxious. It's exactly. funny. I yeah. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I had a, a this, um, and the Lucha Bros. Come on, Phoenix is back fucking oh god he's and he's most ridiculous wrestler in the world my favorite luchador as i always say and penta is like for at at a point when lucha underground first kicked off penta was one of the hottest wrestlers like in the entire world and i think people kind of forget what he's capable of and then last night he's like put some respect on my name this is here we go yeah no this Mm -hmm. was great i i had so much fun with this um and yeah the the bucks won I came and but watched it that... after Hood Slam, and I had watched a bunch of wrestling, and I was still like, ah, just like going ham at one o'clock in the morning watching this insane and now, wrestling match. They set us up to need another one because all of a sudden, uh, the series is now tied two and two. So now we gotta get a fifth Young Bucks and Lucha Bros <laughs> match. <laughs> so and they ripped off Penta's mask. They set it up. They always yeah. set it up. <laughs> they set it up. No, this was fun. Uh, I had a blast with that. But then uh, also I did think Athena had a great showing against Kira Hogan. Yep. I thought, uh, I thought yeah, I thought that was a great first showing. I for knew her. they were going to cook too. Like Kira yeah. has needed a match like this to kind of show everybody that she ain't one to mess with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Athena, Athena got a great reaction. And I think it just shows again, um, the stuff on the internet is not always reality, man. Like no, sometimes it, it, you... it's, it's not reality at all. I was just having a conversation with, uh, with, a, a bullshit artist in uh, wrestling media and one of the things I had told him was like you put way too much stock in this shit man like uh, I, when you you guys have seen I love talking to people I love talking to just random ass people uh, at wrestling shows and Yo, you, sometimes them. you gotta take Will away from a crowd of randoms like alright well we gotta go cause he, he'll cook for an hour with some random people just with a wrestling shirt on somewhere so yeah, that's I'm, like a real thing. I, I'm a people person, and mm-hmm. I love hearing people's stories, and I love hearing what people are into. And the reason I said that is because uh, sometimes I'll talk to people who are at AEW shows, at WWE shows, and they have no clue what's going on on the internet at all. Right. They're like, no, nah, I don't use Twitter. Like, I'm an Instagram yeah. guy or anything along those lines. They have no idea what conversations are happening there. And sometimes, like, I feel like that's where Tony Khan gets lost in the trenches because Tony Khan will also – he's very deep in – Twitter conversations and he's mm-hmm. very into all that stuff and it's like when I'm at these shows a lot of these people have no fucking clue they don't know what cage matches oh, yeah. they, they don't know none of this they just yeah. watch the show and like they're very into the show they're like yeah my favorite wrestler is Orange Cassidy my favorite wrestler is this like I just watch the show every week mm-hmm. and uh, that's it 
Yeah, I didn't know about any of this other stuff going on. Like, if it doesn't hit TMZ or if it doesn't hit ESPN, I don't like know. we've been talking about the Jay Lethal stuff. Like the crowds, they don't they don't know anything beyond Jay Lethal yeah. was former yeah. two time ROH champion. Like that's all that's all they care that's about it. in those. They arenas. don't know none of that stuff. Yeah, the, uh, the the live crowd and the internet crowd, it's not always the same. Sometimes things translate. Sometimes things sometimes. don't translate at all. Mm-hmm. And I not to say that I think everybody in the internet was like collectively like, nah, get Athena out of here. But there was definitely a conversation around it that was like. Yeah, I don't really get this. And I will say this out front. Like, I know that we are three black men. I don't want to sit here and speak for, for black women that might have felt the way about that promo. But right. I did feel that some of it was a little unwarranted. Um, that's just my opinion. Of course, you know, people don't have to agree with me. Uh, Kai says, just let people be who they be. I never hear about Hangman being too white or Andrade being too Mexican. Double standards are cringe. Stop. I would love for someone to say that Hangman was too white, though. That'd make me laugh at this point. <laughs> he did put horns on his Tesla. That is hella white, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, let us talk about... Uh, Something really cool happened this week. I I don't know. We're just like, we keep forgetting to mention it. Something something crazy happened last Wednesday. Some young man, he he set the world on fire last Saturday. Like, shit was crazy. And then he came back and did a promo that had me on the verge of tears as a wrestling fan. MJF fucking cooked on wednesday like no it's very rare that people have cooked like this man has cooked before passion it was real all this it was like everything you could ever want for a perfect pro wrestling promo this guy fucking did it man like i don't even i'm still blown away thinking about how he put that together and how it's like when they say it's a work it's that's what i'm saying you can't you can't write this like you can't write all the things, all the things that come together to lead to that promo, to lead to these things. You can't write this. Like, this is like all crazy chances that have happened and all these different things have come together. But Max came through and knocked it out the fucking park, man. And one of the best promos. I've been watching pro wrestling for 30 years. Top five promo I've ever seen. Like, no question about it. That was amazing. Uh, I had a a friend note to me because... There's been this big question. Is it a work? Is it a shoot? Mm-hmm. Work, shoot. Um, and they said it's not that binary. Period. It's not wow. like it's not that simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. That, you know, the idea that everything that's been going on with the Internet stories about MJF's unhappiness and uh, his contract stuff, was that all a work? Uh, and if so... Were you also working the boys because the boys were also under the impression that this was not because there's been talk about MJF and his uh, demeanor backstage and like, was he just working people? I am of the belief personally that no, uh, that it was not to start and that. I talked to some boys that weren't they if they they got worked if that's what I'm like they were not in on it like a bunch yeah, of them so that, that's what uh, I'm saying I, it didn't start out for me everything that I know it did not start out yeah like I don't believe it did either I think that it became one over time mm-hmm. and not even over time I think it became one just this week just it uh, just became one <laughs> I think it just became one uh, and there are 
even aspects of that that right. uh, I know people are still questioning mm-hmm. of uh, of what exactly took place there. Um, it's great television. I'll say oh, that. Amazing. It's it great was, TV. It was a great promo. Amazing. It's a great promo. Uh, I am intrigued. At I this think. point, we just have to ride it out. Like we, like uh, Sean Rossap tweeted something about like, who cares if it's a work? Who cares if it's a shoot? Like at this point, we're just getting great stuff, and let's enjoy this ride. We don't have to overanalyze every single aspect of it. If you're just gonna entertain us with great shit like this, like let's strap in. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, there are clear things I noticed right away because I've watched it twice. I watched it twice the night I saw it, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I, 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 even if even if we're going with what it looks like that it was a shoot in the first place, um, he was definitely working once he got out there. Tony's right. not sending him out there with no hot mic to talk. No, especially way. for as long as he talked. No, and, way. and get all of that stuff off, and it's not a work. Um, and especially like the content of some of the things he said. Like one of the things I noticed right away. I don't know if you remember this in the in the scrum guys when, um. Tony was like, yeah, there are guys here that don't watch New Japan. I don't know why. And he said in the promo, I'm not going to pretend I watch New Japan. I was like, yo. And he did that in the interview with Ariel Hawani where he was asked about uh, what wrestling he watches. And he said, I watch a lot. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A little bit of everything except New Japan. Mm. Uh, and he's like, it's just not for me. Uh, he said, I like Great Okan and that's it. Uh, but other than that, I don't watch that stuff. Like, of course, but, like, as the character and, you know, like, that, of course he wouldn't. Like, why would MJF be watching that? He That's not yeah, what he it, does. Which is why when people say <laughs> that they want him to win the title at Forbidden Door, on one end, I'm like, okay, it would be perfect heat for somebody who's like, I don't care for New Japan. But on the other and, hand, it's also and, kind of disrespectful to the relationship because yeah, he has outright said, he said that. like, I don't like New Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... And uh, said that, and if he would have came into it like I'm not working that show in Chicago, ooh boy, that would right. be heat. Um, right. But yeah, I man, there's too many aspects of it that um, have a tinge to truth of it, but it's a half truth. It's not the full truth. It's pro wrestling, there, baby. There's there's too much stuff that he left intentionally vague so people can go, no, he's right. And then if you pull at the string a little bit, it's like, no, he's not. He's not right. Yeah. Um, and and I saw a lot of people go all right, well, why would they let him come out there and bury the company like that? And I was like, because that's what he always does. He's supposed to go out there and tell you enough of his side of the story to get you on his side. That's the same thing he did with, 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 uh, with, with Moxley during their, their program. It's the same thing he did with, uh, with Punk, where he told him enough to go like, look, you're just like me. We're the same. But right. he, of course, is 
only telling you what you want to hear, man. And, and he's only telling you enough to make you feel like he's right. And that's the best villain. When you think the villain is right, he's compelling. Because he turned them. The, the, they started, the promo started out. The crowd really? was chanting, shut the fuck up and all they this were. stuff. And then <laughs> but, he, t- yeah, once he, <laughs> he turned cutting, them, boy. Once he turned the crowd and he started spilling tea, people win. And mm. I think there's a difference. I've said this before as well because people are like, oh, well, they agree with him. A little bit, but I think every I think time, a lot of it was just applause for the fact that they were witnessing a historic yeah, promo. Yeah, and anytime it, you see someone bury their boss, you're gonna like it. You, I mean, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Any, anytime we watch uh, watch wrestling and we feel like, wait, we're on the other side of the curtain, we're hearing right. stuff we're not supposed to hear, yep. the crowd is gonna be into that. The crowd Definitely. is gonna like it. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's no coincidence that this promo mirrored. The, the 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 pipe bomb. The pipe There's yeah, so someone, much stuff in there that the, mirrors the pipe bomb. I think and, I watched a video on Reddit of them side and I, to side, and it's and very I, close, I've so. heard, I've heard I've, again. I've seen this so many times on on Twitter. I haven't talked about it. I talked to them in spaces, but I've seen people that go like, "Oh, is he lying? though? yes, he's lying." Um, um, there are certain things that he's specifically lying about. To sit there and say, "Oh man, you're paying all these WWE guys more than me, and none of them can lace your boots." Who are you talking about, fam? Because if you're talking about Punk, that's a lie. If you're talking about Daniel. That's a lie, fam. If you're talking about Swerve, that's a lie. That is a big lie. And I can go on and on and on and on, bro. There are certain parts about that. No, 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 no. You capping, bro. Right. <laughs> so uh, I'll say this. Uh, the comparison to the pipe bomb is valid. But yeah. um, it can also draw similar criticisms, right? Because um, the pipe bomb because the, the pipe bomb in a vacuum is one of the greatest problems of all time. Yeah. But I said this on Day After Dynamite this week. The problem with the pipe bomb overall was that it was CM Punk pointing out a whole bunch of systemic shit about WWE that never got fixed. To this day, it's still the same. It was a selfish thing. It was like, I don't care about everybody. As long as you get my shit right, we're cool. Like, I don't care about the issues here, but if you get my thing right, we're good. Yeah, none of those issues ever really got fixed. Um, Like, the stuff he talked about in there kind of still exists. Same shit. And, And so... It's this is one of those things where I hope there is a longer term end game here in mind. Uh, and my guess was that it probably did involve punk if there was one. And there's I, there's too many specifics, man, for me to think yeah. that this was not intentional. Um, no, like, and I'm not saying that it wasn't intentional. I'm saying that, you know, like I said, it's similar to the pipe bomb. Like this feud, uh, this MJF stuff better not end with like Triple H and Kevin Nash. Like, right. that's, <laughs> Yo, that's, if they did that, that would be crazy. Um, that would be wild if we get no, over yeah, there. It, it, it was too many ways that he intentionally jabbed at Punk. And I know people are like, no, this is directed at, at the company. No, he, there's too many it's things punk. in here that are specific mm-hmm. to Punk. Yeah. Um, the way they cut off the mic that mirrored the way that Punk's mic was cut off and it didn't show on TV, but Punk coming out to chase him out. That's not mm-hmm. coincidence, bro. Like, right. all of that stuff is to get under Punk's skin. And I've been saying this for a while on Twitter. I really believe MJF will be champion by the end of this year. I, I really think do. so, too. Uh, and I think that's ultimately where this is all headed. But it is interesting that a lot has played out the way it has. Um, I know busy-ass week for Max. It's been a busy-ass week. Hey, I wanted to get Irene's... Um, 
super chat in. She says, these BIWC members uh, trying to snatch Athena's black card because she's a blurred who sounded corny need to look themselves in the mirror and wonder if they're helping enforce stereotypes themselves. It's a bunch of corny people talking about people being corny for sure. I reckon. Um, (laughs) So again, like I said, I just, I don't like hammering people on, on that kind of stuff about uh, identity. Bro, we all watch pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Young bucks and Lucha (laughs) bros are destined to fight till the end of time. And I'm here for it forever. Um, King of Games says, do you all think MJF should win the belt before Punk comes back from injury? Uh, depends on when Punk comes back from injury. If this is just like a three-month thing, then maybe. No. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If it's um, six, yeah. If it's three, nah. Yeah. I, MJF and Cody giving AEW for life promos is coincidence. Um I mean, they're both really smart guys. Like all of this are. is for something. You know, they um, never do anything just to do it. It's all leading to something. I, I I rewatched some of the main event of Double or Nothing um for an article I wrote um about the summer of punk that it feels like we're not getting now. Um but one of the things I noticed right away um after the match in, I thought the the story stuff they did with Hangman of him acting like he was gonna hit him, which I never believed, and he put mm-hmm. the belt down. And I was sitting there the whole time, and I was like, they're making the point that if Punk had that chance, he would have hit him with that belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely believe that. Because they've already shown us the optic of him using the ring to beat MJF. Mm-hmm. I really feel like if he had the chance, he would have hit him with that belt. Either way, what a week, guys. I've oh. had so much fun. I I don't know what comes of the MJF stuff, but it is the thing I am most intrigued by. Yep. Uh, you know, there's an event tonight, a premium live event, uh, because there's NXT uh, in your house happening. Wait, tonight. seriously? It is tonight. Uh, oh, and... shit. <laughs> yeah, man. We got, uh, we got Gacy versus Braun Breaker. Oh, Gacy. Uh, Bron... Who's a. Uh... Mellow wrestling. He's wrestling uh, to the moon. challenging for the uh, the North American American title. Yeah, Yeah, Cameron Grimes. Okay, I might be interested in that. I don't know anything about the show, but I might check it out. Yep. So that is uh, happening tonight. So lots of stuff going on. Grab City will be back next week. I want uh, because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I've been paying attention for the last two hours and fifteen minutes that we've been doing the show. He says he don't need it, but Phil Lindsay looks like he needs some sleep. <laughs> Hit the sack, my man. <laughs> Go lay your head down on a pillow, my man. Phil's about to get right back in them spaces. He ain't listening to nothing you no, got to I say. Will not. <laughs> no, I will not. Uh, oh, shit. So, yeah, Philip, please get some sleep. This has been Grapsity. I am Will Washington. Thank you for being here. Righteous Reg has also been here. I'm for here. my man, this is, this is. We will see you next time. Have a great night. Peace. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, 
all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.